The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to Friday, 888-933-93. With anything on your mind today, we can talk about uh, something we you wanted to sound off about during the course of the week or weeks previous. Uh, whatever's on your mind, that's what we'll talk about today. 888-933-93. Uh, some things going on. Uh, the president has proposed a path to citizenship in exchange for the wall, which uh, I don't remember him campaigning on, but okay. Proposed a path to citizenship for 1.8 million illegals uh, brought to the U.S. as children if lawmakers agree to create the $25 billion fund to expand the barrier uh, along the border. Now... Where's Mexico in that in that equation? We're gonna have a wall. It's gonna be a big, beautiful wall with a big, beautiful door, and Mexico is gonna pay for it. Uh, the White House suggested the proposal move President Trump a step closer to the Democrats who have championed the cause of these young immigrants known as Dreamers. Uh, the plan includes demands, though, that they've fiercely opposed, and uh, even you know people. On the other side of the aisle, oppose it because we don't, we, I, I don't want the amnesty thing. We've been fighting amnesty for forever. Ever since uh, Ronald Reagan in 1986 granted amnesty to those two million Ill- illegals. We've been fighting to do it again because it didn't work last time. Why would you do it again? The White House proposal was presented to Senate leaders and congressional aides yesterday. And it would restrict family-based immigration, the channel by which most immigrants have come to the U.S. for the past half century. Uh, It also calls for an end to the lottery program that randomly awards 50,000 green cards to foreigners from countries underrepresented. Now, President Trump always describes that as they just put things in a hat and draw it out. It's not quite that simple, but, I mean, he's, he's just making the point that... It's random enough that it's ridiculous to just randomly select people to, okay, you're a citizen here. It's uh, not clear right now whether or not Mitch McConnell can find enough support to get this done. To reach 60 votes in the the Senate requires uh, a lot of effort. How are you going to get nine Democrats? Now, that's if you can get every single Republican, and that's tough enough. Then you're going to need nine more Democrats on board to make this happen in the Senate, unless you invoke the nuclear option, which I'm certainly not opposed to. Democrats right. did it. Why not? So the multi-plan, uh, the multi-part plan, contrasts with calls from some on Capitol Hill, including Senate Minority Leader Chucky Schumer, for a deal largely centered on just two things: the Dreamers and border security. But here we are at this crossroad now, and you can get a lot of stuff done because they really want these dreamers to be granted amnesty. They really want that. Desperately. They want a whole new group of 2 million people to vote for them. 
in upcoming elections. And they believe that these are the people. This is their key. And if they pretend that they're on their side, they're going to have their loyalty for the rest of their political careers. That's what it's all about for Democrats. They don't give a rat's ass about these people. They don't, they couldn't care less. Does it, is anybody under, under the delusion that the Democrats are just so worried about these people who came here through no fault of their own? <laughs> no, come on. They can whine and cry and pretend all they want, but please, you know who they are. 888-900-3393. So, it, you know, we, that's one of those things that uh, it's on the table. Also, there's a really interesting Missouri uh, candidate. He's running for the Senate in Missouri. It's a Republican candidate. His name is Cortland Sykes. And in a statement he posted on Facebook, the candidate, re- candidate referred to um, questions regarding my views on women's rights. And so he tried to clear it up a little bit to people. And this is, <laughs> is going to move a lot of voters, I think, on his behalf. He said, look, I want to come home to a home-cooked dinner every night at 6. One that she fixes and one that I expect one day to have daughters learn to fix after they become traditional homemakers and family wives. Think Norman Rockwell here and Gloria Steinem be damned. I mean, (laughs) I'm voting for him. You might be the only one. I'm voting for him. Now, if he would have ended that with, uh, you know. But get me a beer. That's how he should have ended that. <laughs> that's, that's essentially, <laughs> I mean, that's a poor choice of words for this guy, right? Well, a lot. Is there a woman in Missouri who's going to say, yeah, that's great. And he expects dinner on the, on the table every day at six for him. Uh, he said that those were <laughs> the demands he makes on his girlfriend, right? Yeah, he did say that. Yeah. Uh, so, Yeah. Yep, he he said that he was referencing his fiancée, Chanel, who has given me orders to favor women's rights so I'd better. And this is how he's doing it. (laughs) Uh, To clarify his overall position, uh, he, he said, of the modern feminist movement, it's a, and the crazed definition of modern womanhood, they made it to suit their own nasty snake-filled heads. <laughs> so he's saying that feminists have nasty snake-filled heads. This guy is not... I mean, I don't like political correctness either, but this is a bull in a china closet, man. Too far? Uh, a little too far, perhaps. Too far? Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, what? I mean, this is Jeffy Far, right? Dinner at seven mm-hmm. instead of six? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Yeah, you can maybe that's get a until little six thirty. The seven is getting late. Yeah, it is. It's too late. I mean, I, I, the six o'clock is even starting to push it. I like that. You know, five thirty ish. He says, "I don't <laughs> buy into the nonstop feminization campaign against manhood. Men and women are different, and gender bending word games by a goofy nest of drugstore academics aren't going to change anything, except the fantasy life of those confused people in ivory <laughs> towers." Yeah. I'm gonna right? Be, it's going to be interesting to see how this guy fares in his campaign. He's I can't wait to see. Dead. <laughs> I mean, but so. right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, did I right? Right. Who's with me, yeah, man? Come on. <laughs> come on now. Come on. Uh, you can barely say this stuff as a joke. I know. Well, you, you can can't. Barely you really can't. say it as a joke, let alone be trying <clears throat> to be realistic about it. I mean, he's dead. 
Well, maybe maybe someone in Missouri agrees. You would and, think there'd be somebody in his campaign that would say, "Hey, uh, Cortland, don't don't say that. Probably <laughs> don't, don't post that. You probably shouldn't do that." Yeah, maybe. I you know maybe you soften that just a tad, or maybe you just ignore the whole thing. Just don't do that. Maybe you just post uh, my. You know, I'm supposed to be, my girlfriend really wants me to be for the feminist movement, so I am. Right, and leave it at that. Post. That would have been fine. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, Scott in Texas, you're on the blaze. Hi. Yes. 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 Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, um, I wanted to talk about Bill O'Reilly and his, when he was on Glenn's show earlier today. Okay, yep. And he ba- he basically called all of Glenn's audience a bunch of extremists, and he, he actually mm. singled them out, which, you know. Really? Uh, what's extreme about the Constitution? What's extreme about upholding the law? Uh, what exactly so, did, what did Bill say? I missed it. Well, he, he, he basically said that we need to come together and support Obama's stance on basically making DACA or, or um, law, Trump's you know. Trump's stance on that? You mean, yeah. Yeah. Trump, well, yeah, I mean, there's I'm similar sorry. stances, though, between <laughs> yes, Trump are. and Obama. That's an so. easy mistake. Yeah, yeah it's an easy it's mistake to make. Stance. Yeah. And so, you know, he's, he's, he's so intellectually dishonest because when Obama was doing it, you know, Bill O'Reilly was obviously against it. But now that Trump's doing it, oh, well, it's fine, you know. <laughs> so, first of all, it's unconstitutional. It was unconstitutional then. It's still unconstitutional. There, mm-hmm. There's already an immigration law. Right. And secondly, um, Bill O'Reilly, besides calling us a bunch of extremists, he, he said, well, it's through no fault of their own. They're just children who are brought over by their parents, you know, like it was no big deal. But it was a, a humanitarian crisis. As soon as o- Obama passed this unconstitutional executive order for DACA, mm-hmm. People were paying coyotes and just dropping their kids off at the border and throwing, yeah. practically throwing them across the river. I mean, yes. Glenn went down there, right? Y'all yep. went down there. Yeah, yeah I went with him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because why? It was a humanitarian crisis because all of these people knew that all I have to do is get my kid over the border mm-hmm. and then I'm coming too. Exactly. And they all knew that. Yes, indeed. And- and so why is, is first of all, it, it's unconstitutional. Secondly, he was hypocritical because he was against it before. And thirdly, he calls us a bunch of extremists. And fourth, the law still there. Why don't we just let the immigration laws handle it? Why don't we let the, the laws that are already on the books without DACA handle this temporary thing that Obama created through an unconstitutional executive order? So I'm just, I just can't believe mm-hmm. how hypocritical he is. Um, he just doesn't. He's lost all of my. I'll have to go back and listen. I didn't hear the. Yeah, I didn't hear, I didn't hear the O'Reilly thing, so oh, I hate but, to make. But Bill does. I hate to make judgments. But yes, he does. He supports the president. I mean, yes, he does, and, almost unconditionally. And Trump will probably tell you that he is. You know, he wants to follow the law, but he's got to make this deal. We got to get the wall built, and we've got to get. Uh, we've got to make this deal with the Democrats for DACA, and then after that, we'll be fine. Appreciate the call, Scott. Thanks. Uh, it, it is it's frustrating to me too, uh, because people who were on the other side of this issue and no, never wanted amnesty. Nobody wants amnesty for virtually any of them, because uh, I keep hearing it's no fault of their own. Well, it's not our fault either. <laughs> right. All right. It's not my fault either, and I, we shouldn't be penalized as Americans 
by disregarding the Constitution and U.S. law and just say, okay, you're here, welcome. And by the way, that's not just it. You know, if it were, okay, you're here, Mm -hmm. go ahead. All right, let's let's back up for a second. Let's say, all right, so you can come to this country, but if, if the Democrats want us to believe that the people coming to this country today are the same as the people that came through Ellis Island uh, originally, are all the immigrants that came from Europe. Well, they're not. No, because they all, came they're legally. Not. And they also came without the welfare state. Yes, they do. Yes. Yeah, they do. Which is bankrupting mm-hmm. this country. Mm-hmm. So if, they, if you want to say, okay, hey... Uh, I mean, I'm almost four, I think. Okay, you know, you're, you're, you're here. All right, you're a citizen, but you're not getting any, you're not getting any government help. I might, I might actually be for that. Well. I don't know. I, I, I'm talking out loud now, and I probably mm-hmm. shouldn't be, but I'm just, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just, yeah. I'm just trying to work my way through it, because really, that is the problem, right? I mean, we're just, as soon as they're here, we're paying for everything. Well, I've said it a million times. The first step is secure the border. Uh, you can work out everything else afterwards, but uh, as Scott just said, enforce U.S. law. We've got plenty of laws on the books already that take care of this whole thing, but we just ignore them. We ignore those laws. And uh, yeah, it's so frustrating when you see all of the pundits that used to be on the other side of this issue. Now, because of Trump, they're right. They're on the Democratic side of it. And now leaving the rest of us who still want U.S. law enforced to look like haters, and they're accusing us of being haters. And, and President Trump doesn't care. I mean, he just wants the wall. And he said he told us. He wants the he deal. He told us mm-hmm. he'll make the deal, if, even if they, whatever they bring him, even if he doesn't like it, he yes. trusts them, so he'll sign it. Yes. I mean, it's agonizing. <laughs> I mean, I, it's hard to get past this statement uh, that he made. What was this? Maybe last week or the week before. Yeah, My positions are going to be what the people in this room come up with. I am very much reliant on the people in this room. My positions are going to be <laughs> what the people in this room come up with. Wow. I know most of the people on both sides. Uh-huh. I have a lot of respect for the people on both sides. And my what I approve is going to be very much reliant on what the people in this room come to me with. I have great confidence in the people. If they come to me with things that I'm not in love with, I'm going to do it because I respect them. Frankly, I don't even know how you defend that. I don't understand how you can look yourself in the mirror as a conservative and say, yeah, I can can easily defend that Trump statement. Sure. He's willing to do whatever they do. And even if he doesn't like it, he's going to sign it just because he wants to sign something. (laughs) Okay. 888-933-93. Holidays are over, uh, but winter is setting in in most places. And um, with the house all shut up and you don't open the windows and doors much, uh, it could cause a lot of allergens to float around in your house. Mold, pollen, all of those things that just make you, can make you sick and can aggravate your allergies. But there's a great way to take care of that, and it's called Filter Buy. Get a brand new filter for... Uh, your entire HVAC system. They carry over 600 different filter sizes. So they got something to fit you. And if not, they'll even custom make one for you. Then they ship it free to your door within 24 hours. Amazing. And all their filters are made right here in America. They offer a multitude of MERV uh, options all the way up to hospital grade. So you know you're going to be removing all that junk from the air that you're breathing all the time. 
And right now, save 5% when you set up auto delivery. Then you never have to think about when it's time to order filters again. Save money, save time, and breathe better with FilterBuy.com. That's FilterBuy.com. FilterBuy.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. On the Blaze Radio Network. Is here on the Blaze Radio Network. 888 So, what do you think of the president's proposal to the Democrats? Go along with the wall uh, and some of these visa programs we're trying to clean up, and we'll go ahead and grant amnesty to almost 2 million uh, dreamers. I- is that acceptable? Um, is that why you voted, voted for him? Maybe. Maybe, maybe that's what you were hoping for. Uh, but uh, I think it's kind of problematic for me. That's a little, it's a little different than what was proposed it does, uh, from the president himself. It does seem to be. It, it just so, seems to be. Uh, yes, it does. 888 But we've, you know, we've heard some contradictory statements in the past. And now... Here we are at, uh, at another one of those uh, crossroads. Jolene in California, you're on the blaze. Oh, Pat, I love you guys. I'm so apoplectic about this. The story here is how Trump, Trump took it from legal protected status, and he jumped over and just offered citizenship. He, yeah. And he added a million more people. He could have had a clean deal with the DACA people that had already signed up. We've got paperwork on them. We've got whatever. That was a clean red line. Okay, those people. And and everyone probably thinks it eventually would have. This is the starting negotiation he threw out there. Starting point. We weren't even even at this point. I am so upset, as you can tell. (laughs) Yes. Well... Um, The point is, the story here is that he jumped it. He went from over doubling it for no good reason. You don't start your negotiation there, this great negotiator in chief. Mm -hmm. You don't start by just throwing them (laughs) over over protected stuff. You go all the way up to citizenship plus throw in a million people who we don't even know. In other words, we had at least the people on paperwork on the people. Right? And and so you start with with what, that, and maybe eventually you say, okay, maybe those 800,000, you know, eventually when you negotiate, you say, fine, I'll throw in citizenship for those people. But why did, why, my question is, why did he start here? It's why a great question. Start, why, I am so upset about this. And mm-hmm. CNN is not covering this because they don't want to give Trump the press for offering um, amnesty citizenship. Fox is laying off it because... They know this is the worst freaking deal ever. And why is it Trump throwing this out? This is, this is worse than what the, Demo- the Democrats are sitting there just laughing their heads off. This is outrageous. And I, am, I can't believe, I just can't believe it. And I will say one other thing, and I don't know if Glenn meant it, but when your previous caller, I, I love his sentiments about Bill O'Reilly too, but then Glenn said something that I think I'm in a parallel universe. 
Glenn said he was fine with citizenship. I've never heard him say that. Matter of fact, I always thought the line was, okay, protected status, maybe, whatever, don't throw him out. Mm-hmm. But I've never heard Glenn say before he'd be fine with granting, quote, citizenship to these people. Yeah, I, I didn't hear him say that. I didn't oh, either. That's I, why I, I was... I was in a maybe we can ask universe. him to clarify that a little bit, because that would yeah. be surprising. I would have to go back and listen. But, it, but yeah. that's the story, is why did Trump just throw them everything when this, yeah. in this starting negotiation? I can't believe it. And I'm sure, you know, like I say, both, net, or both sides on the mainstream media are trying to downplay each other's side. Yeah. But I can't imagine people are not just as upset as I am. As you can clearly tell, and I apologize. No, and I you thank you letting me vent. You got nothing to, to apologize for. Uh, we we should be pissed off about this. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you this: Did you were you uh, a Trump supporter from the beginning, no. or no? Okay. But I thought this was one thing. Well, he'd be great <laughs> on. So yeah, I thought I could. You could probably trust him on this. I I thought maybe he'd eventually grant citizenship just to the dreamers. You know, I I mm-hmm. knew, I I don't trust him on anything, but this was his deal. Yep. And the other thing is, I'm sorry, I don't think that he can secure this money anyway. You, you know, you, you can't hold previous or next Congresses to the fact that the previous Congress, I mean, we've been playing this game since Ronald Reagan. Right. How is he going to secure this money in the first place? We really need to see those details. But above and beside that, you, he should never have just thrown, gone all the way for citizenship at this point in the game. This is outrageous. I love your passion on this, uh, Jolene. You're exactly right. Appreciate the call. Thanks. That This is how I think we should be feeling yeah. right now. Sold out, right? We were sold down the river on this. Uh, they haven't reached an agreement, but the, when the initial salvo, like she said, starts here, it's only going to get worse from there. And as the master negotiator, Donald Trump knows that. If you're such a great negotiator, you don't start by offering them something that they didn't even think was even a possibility in the beginning. And here's the thing. Is it going to stop at 2 million DACA people? No. No. They're going to insist on the parents staying as well. Why? You because can't you can't separate families. families. We can't separate a family. Well, yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. That's up to them. First of all, that's up to them. Yes. It's their responsibility to work all of that out. We didn't put them here. I didn't put them here. Let them deal with that. Whether their family is separated or not, they can work that out. Wow. So, you know, it's gonna, it, it will include the parents as well. Uh, yeah, this is just a very bad starting point. It's a very bad starting point. But, again... When it all started here... My positions are going to be what the people in this room come up with. Where do you have to go after that? That's what you get. That's what you get? Yep. What do you mean your position is going to be what the people in the room come up with? Because I want... What? Because he he thinks that no matter what the deal is, it's going to be better off with the wall. He's going to sell that, right? We're going to get the wall. Yeah. And so despite what we've already got inside, we're fine. Let's uh-huh. get the wall, and then we're going to go from that. So it does the rest of it's all a wash. Well, I'm afraid I disagree. It's not a wash. Well, that's all. because you're a hater. You, you're it's not a wash at all. No, and and uh, and for this to be the starting point, you know, it's going to be a really, really bad deal. 
Uh, and for law- lawmakers to create a $25 billion fund to expand the the border wall or the barriers, it's going to be fencing, it's going to be part of a wall, it's going to be you know, sensors, it's going to be increased border patrol. Who knows what's going to wind up there? You know it's not going to be anything like what we were promised, don't you? You just you inherently know that because they've let us down <laughs> time so many times. And time again. Well, every time on this issue, they've let us down. Every time. Triple no, they passed a law that there has to be a wall built. Yes, there, now there's a there wall built. There shall be a front fence. And then, now there's a... And there is over 5% of the border. Five whole percent. What do you want? Seven? Uh, tell me nothing's gotten done. <laughs> tell me. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. returns on the blaze radio network immigration thing has been frustrating so frustrating for so long and we've got so few advocates i remember 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 tom tancredo from colorado he was the one guy who was just like hard line on this always here's what we need and he used to he used to speak that truth all the time and he he didn't he didn't listen to the BS that there were 7 million or 8 million. He always cited the actual figures, like 20 to 30 million illegals here. Um, That's right. He didn't play into the, oh, they, they can't be separated from family. It, it didn't play any of that nonsense. Wanted the wall, wanted a fence, wanted security, wanted U.S. law enforced. Where is a guy like that fighting on behalf of the American people now? There just doesn't seem to be one. And everybody thought it was Donald Trump. And then the first thing he does is say, well, uh, how about amnesty? How about Let's give amnesty to 1.8 million people. How about that? Would you like that? Okay. Yeah, just give me funding for the wall and you can have amnesty. (laughs) Okay. All right. First quote that comes up when you you punch up Tom Tancredo. Amnesty is a terrible policy. It's terrible politics. It's terrible policy because you're rewarding people for breaking the law. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. First one. Yes. That's how powerful he was on that. He was he was awesome on that. Yes. And uh, there just isn't anybody like that anymore. Uh, another really good one was um, uh, what's his face Duncan Hunter from from Oh yeah, California. That's right. And we just we don't have those advocates in office anymore. It seems. Steve King from Iowa was pretty good, but I think he's kind of on the Trump bandwagon now. So. I don't know. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety. Good luck with that. Good luck, Frank in Pennsylvania. You're on the blaze. Hey Pat. Hey Jeff. Hey. I, I just I want to shine some light on where I think you're wrong, panicking over the starting position of this of this offer. Uh, Trump is in construction, and here's the here's the way a lot of construction jobs go. Uh, it, it's it's kind of a, a secret, but not a secret. You build your flaws into your project because you're going to be inspected, and that inspector's job is to find flaws and he will find them if they're there or not and you will rep- you will fix something uh because he said so that way he keeps his job uh so you make a very obvious flaw for him to find and then you don't get stuck doing something complicated that uh just justifies him having a job then the same way the democrats 
uh, are going to get something to give something to make this deal happen. And the places that that is going to happen is on the length of time it takes for our citizenship and on the number. But what they're going to give up on that is chain migration and the wall funding. That there's, there's, there has to be a flaw built in to attract them and, and, and distract them from what they otherwise would go after. Because they're not going to get everything, and they know they're not going to get everything. So they're going to negotiate on the points where there's movement, and that's where there's movement. That's my analysis of it. No. And I don't like Trump. I didn't vote for Trump. I was with you guys the whole way for Cruz. So don't even think that I'm a Trump guy. But that's <laughs> what's happening here. Okay. Well, we'll see if that's what's happening. Um, I just, you, you still wind up with amnesty for, for 2 million people. And, and then they're going to insist on the parents too. So it's going to wind up to be 4 million people. Uh, and before long, they're just going to say, well, let's just take care of all of this right now. Let's just do this. And, and it remains to be seen. Appreciate the call, Frank. Uh, it remains to be seen if they're even going to get the funding for the, for the wall. I kind of have my doubts on that. Oh, we're going to get the funding, my friend. Either uh, from like Mexico. a loan from Mexico. Uh-huh. Uh, they can borrow it from wherever they want, or they can just give it to us outright. But we will have the money for the wall, my friend. Make no mistake. <laughs> okay, good. I feel really, okay. I feel much better then. It's- if, because you said it that way. That Thank it you. will happen. So, obviously, it's going to. Steve in Virginia, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat and Seth. I, it is a fiendishly clever plan on the part of the president to pay for, to have Mexico pay for the wall. All they have to do now is annex California, New Mexico, Arizona, <laughs> and Texas. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, we're on uh, the yeah, way. Then we're on the way. Yes. We are. There we go. Thanks. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. Melinda in Texas, you're on the blaze. Hi. I think you're missing the larger picture. Okay. Help me. I love you, Pat. I've Mm -hmm. listened to you since you and Glenn and Stu and Jeffy have been on since the very beginning. Mm -hmm. But the larger issue is this. Yes. As Republicans, we have to control the narrative. It's been stripped away from us. Mm -hmm. You have the late night comedians. You have Saturday Night Live. You have every news show other than Fox. Yes, the woman a minute ago about CNN not covering this, that's absolutely right, because CNN is paralyzed. They are scared to death that the Republicans are not going to look like the white, elitist, racist, horrible people. They're going to actually look compassionate. Now, I'm not for this, but I am for grabbing the narrative, which is, okay, We're going to give you an opportunity to become a citizen if you do X, Y, and Z. I'm not for the 10 years or whatever. I was never for amnesty. But this problem, we have to quit avoiding it. It's here. I live in a Texas city that is now, when I taught school and now I'm retired, now it is 92% Hispanic. Mm Mm-hmm. And the problem is not going to go away. We're going to have to address it. And the only way a Republican is ever going to stay in office or even get in office is to accept this problem and deal with it. No, and you're right. It's not our fault. Mm -hmm. It is not our responsibility. But it is our responsibility to start taking care of it. And the issue is, first, 
take back the narrative from the Democrats because, look, they control everything that people hear on television. And if we could get one coherent person, it really irks me with the Trump administration. They don't have one person who can walk out, especially like Kellyanne Conway, and not look like a total imbecile in front of the American people. That is so true. just talk to the American people about, yes, this is a very serious issue, and we want to solve it. Yes, President Trump would accept what these senators would bring to him. But, Mm -hmm. Pat, Mm -hmm. the senators are not going to agree. You are not going to get maybe 50 Republicans, okay, maybe nine of the Democrats. That still leads us us with nothing done. Mm -hmm. So what I'm trying to say is if you are going to look at the whole grand picture Realistically, the first thing we as Republicans need to do, or conservatives, because I don't even call myself a Republican anymore, is get control of the narrative where we are not demonized by everyone, where we can talk to people of color and tell them, look what you have been given by eight years of Obama. Mm-hmm. Look what you were given by the previous administration and the previous administration. We will not do that any longer. Well, that's fine. But we will. what about when the narrative turns to policy? When If they get this done, uh, are you going to be happy with two million uh, people granted amnesty? I'm not saying they should be given amnesty. I'm yeah. saying that the policy should be humane yeah. and the policy should be giving them at least an opportunity to get citizenship and take it away from the Democrats. Because you're right. You always talk about how the Democrats do not care. They don't care about people of color. No, they They don't. They want their votes. Yeah. Appreciate it. Uh, And nicely nicely spoken, Melinda, but I I don't know that I agree. I, I do want to get control of the narrative. Uh, I'm not sure this is the best way by saying, hey, uh, let's start Let's start at your ending point. Right. Uh, here's amnesty on the table. Is, I mean, and it's, is it controlling the narrative when the CNNs of the world and the MSNBCs aren't even reporting it because they don't want people to know Trump has just suggested amnesty? Trump has just suggested the Democrat policy. <laughs> and and they, don't, they don't want to admit that. Uh, and this is what we've talked about for a while. The Democrats could really make some inroads here because Trump is like-minded on several uh, issues. Huh? And if they set their their hatred aside for him for a while, they could get a lot of stuff done right now. But they just can't yeah, but they can't to do it. They just can't. They hate so him too strange. much. It's, it's interesting. It's so strange. But I'm just I'm just concerned when the narrative turns into policy and somehow through the nuclear vote in the Senate or whatever, and we've granted amnesty to another two to four to five, six million people. 10 to 11. Which we already did in in 1986, and it caused another disaster. Uh, Darlene in North Carolina, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat. I just wanted to talk about uh, the DACA program, and Mm -hmm. I agree with one of your callers earlier, Scott, that was talking about how we already have immigration laws on the books and why don't we follow them. Mm -hmm. These mayors 
and these sanctuary cities, they ought to be fined or thrown in jail for not following the uh, federal laws. And and as far as making, you know, 1.8 million people or who, how many they are um, citizens, they should have stipulations like um, no arrest records, show proof of a job with their paychecks, speak English, and, and take the constitutional test. Mm-hmm. Don't you agree? Or, uh, yes. you know, I mean, and what other, other stipulations yes. they should have? Um, yes, I do agree. What um, other what other hate stipulations do you have, Darlene? <laughs> that's what I want to know. Hey, that's just the American way, you know. Yep, yes, it is. Thanks, Darlene. I mean, that's exactly what I was talking about earlier. Is that, you know, we're met, we're 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 driven to believe that this is like uh, the old uh, immigrants coming through Ellis Island. It's not. No, it's not close. No. Well, that was that involved legal immigration. This that's not what this is about. I, I, the phrase oh, "this is a nation of immigrants" drives me out of my mind. <laughs> out of my mind. Yeah, legal immigrants yes. built the country. Legal immigrants. That's not what we're talking about here. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Amy in Minnesota, you're on the blaze. I, I just would like to ask these moderate people, what was the point of all the tough talk if we're just going to roll over and do the same thing that, you know, right. Hillary would have done anyway? Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, talk about the narrative. He called people a bunch of names, and then he just does whatever the Democrats want. But <laughs> my point in calling was just to say that my husband, who loves Trump, thinks this is all just a ruse. He's going to give them this thing, and since they won't compromise on the chain migration part and the wall part, then he can just yank the whole thing and say, no more DACA. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it's t- all phony. Everything is, if they don't like something, it's not real. <laughs> You're right. You're exactly <laughs> right. Uh, there's kind of an irrational uh, disconnect with reality when it comes to Donald Trump and, and some of the supporters, isn't it? It's, it's weird. Otherwise, really reasonable people who are conservative, have just... It's a little idol-worshipping, a little bit. Yeah, it's it's very strange. It's, uh, it's very strange. Appreciate it. Thanks, Amy. So anything they disagree with is just part of a master plan. <laughs> no, no. He's leading him into a trap right now, and then he's going to spring it, and then they're going to be sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You say yeah. so. Well, that's what's going to happen. I'll believe that you when I what? see it. That's what's going to happen. Like, <laughs> okay. Like when he tells him, hey, just bring me something, no matter what it is, and I don't care what it is because I trust you all. That's a trick. And I'll sign it. That's a trick. He's going to turn it over on him. <laughs> you can't keep you up with Donald Trump Thank and you. his sharp mind Thank and negotiating you. tactics. You're not Thank capable you. of it, Jeffy. And neither am I. So don't even try. Uh, years ago, Glenn and Tanya were selling their house in... Connecticut and it was a terrible market at the time and so they had this massive albatross around their necks and they couldn't find anybody to do a really good job for them and they got to thinking what if we got together with a group of people who were like-minded who were fans of the show uh who had really good track records and and we really looked into their background like their experience and what kind of marketing plan do they have and How's their character? And what kind of results do they get for their clients? What if we use those as barometers for an entire network of agents that we could tell people about? 
That's how they started. Real estate agents I trust. Just it's a it's a tremendous network of 1,200 of the best agents all across America, rigorously qualified on all of those items I just mentioned to you. So if you are trying to sell a house right now and you want to sell it fast and you obviously want to get the most out of it, or maybe you're looking to buy, go to Real Estate Agents I Trust, and we will introduce you to the best agent in your town, bar none. Let our agents earn your business. Get moving with realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray Unleashed returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here. You know, I used to hear the same thing from hardcore George W. Bush supporters. Pat, what you don't understand is he's got a master plan. He's just luring them into his trap on this thing. That's why he's talking about comprehensive immigration reform. (laughs) He's luring them into his lair and then he's going to snap the trap shut. No, Uh, no. He just believes what Democrats believe. (laughs) It's pretty much that simple. It was that simple. For Um, those of you that are tweeting uh, at Pat Unleashed and uh, at Jeffy MRA, uh, to Black Wolf uh, has tweeted us, I've defended Trump a bit, but let me state unequivocally, I will not vote for Trump if he allows DACA to become law. That's a promise. Well, yeah, and I think there's, I mean, there's got to be some people who feel that way, right? Got to be. This was his main issue. This was the one they thought they were like-minded with him on. And we're going to build a wall. It's going to be beautiful. Everybody's got to mm-hmm. go. Look, we'll put in a nice door that they can come back through, but everybody's got to go. And now we're saying, ah. Uh, Acute says, uh, I think Trump is putting his chips on the table to give the Democrats a chance to call it. See, this is a master plan thing again. If that's done, then he knows they actually want to work together. If he can just pin it on them like DACA and the shutdown. Huh? Uh, I don't know. I, I just, um, and this, I, I don't want amnesty at all, but how much would the Dems care, uh, not care anymore if we said, sure, we'll let them all stay with the stipulation they can't vote? Oh, then they, no. Then the Democrats would not care. No way. That's what they want. This is all uh, about their power base. Right. That's all it is. And, and look, and to keep them, my, my, yeah. and my point about, uh, you know, being, uh, getting welfare and Medicaid, uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, look, I think they care more about the vote than they do for that. So you could probably get rid of some of that as long as you get the vote. But without the welfare state, you're not going to get their vote. Right. I mean, that's mm-hmm. right. They walk hand in hand. Uh, you're never going to get that. from them. Uh, Jody in Utah, you're on the blaze. So, hey, Pat. Hey, hey Jeffy. I, so here's here's what I'm thinking. Okay. That um, everyone that's in the pipeline for DACA stays in the pipeline. And we don't move on permanent green card or citizenship or anything until the wall is complete. And it's been complete for a year. I, okay. I, I don't think I'd have a problem with that. I, I'm really okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and That's not the proposal, they, but I'd be okay with that. I, I think that should be the proposal, but mm-hmm. you know, that's me. 
And then when everyone's complaining about you can't separate families, the family that packs together stays together. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, I've been pro, uh, proponent, and uh, obviously so is Pat, for, forever on that. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That story out of Detroit over the holidays, I could have I could have blood shot out of my eyes. They spent the holidays crying and because Daddy had to leave. Make plans for all of you to go. Yeah. What are you doing? I mean... They, they put up these red herring arguments like you can't separate families and and <clears throat> you're taking this uh, man who's been here for 30 years out of his family situation, sending him back home. What's going to happen to them? I don't know. They decide that. I don't know. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm not the head of the household. Let them work it out. Why, why do we have to work out everything for all 20 million illegal aliens that came here through no fault of mine? I didn't do anything either. You talk about the dreamers aren't at fault. Neither am I. <laughs> I just, I, it's a time we, you know, and that's what I thought was going to happen with Donald. With the one thing you can count on with him, right, is America first. Well, start putting Americans first then. Be nice. Put Americans first and then we'll deal with this situation. And the first thing you do to put Americans first is secure the freaking border. Once and for all, secure the border. And then enforce u.s law we don't need a single new law to deal with this situation not one we got plenty enforce them and then it, and then you know you can you can tweak things you can you can tweak the legal immigration policy we have we already allow over a million people a year to immigrate legally permanently a million a year. Think of that. Name the other nation on earth that does that. Quick. Oh, okay, you just did. There aren't any. <laughs> Lori in California, you're on the blaze. Yeah, hi, Pat. Hi, hi. Jeffy. Hello. I'm calling because I live in California where it is so, totally trying to suck my entire soul. <laughs> and uh, um, I truly do not believe that the Democrats will accept this from Trump because they have such a white, hot, Hatred for rage yeah. for them? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like they're racist. Well, God forbid they're racist, but, you know, mm -hmm. they won't do that. And I think I'm hoping that that's what he's trying to do. But I somehow don't think he's that smart. But <laughs> Whoa. I just. Well, look at them all up there. My my grandchildren are smarter than all of them and more well behaved. I know. I mean, if the, we, talking sticks is just. <laughs> oh my god thanks Lori. that's something whose time has definitely come absolutely the, the talking stick from africa the colorful stick that you pass around Hello. a meeting it's your turn to talk and and when you get to hold the stick then you can talk again oh that's oh, man that's some genius that stuff is. right uh, there I, I, that's important that's the key to peace the talking stick. I think it's the key to world Thank peace. Thank you. Now. Well, it's the key to people getting along and being civil with one another. Let me ask you this: Have we tried the talking stick with the Israelis and Palestinians? I wonder if we introduced the talking stick to them. I no, bet we, we have not. Huh. Well, I don't think there, we have. There you go. I think first of all, we there should try go. it out with our president because I want that to happen so bad. Mm -hmm. I want to. I want to see them walk into a meeting with Donald with a talking Trump stick with the talking stick. <laughs> That uh, would be fantastic. Uh, 888-900-3393. So we can continue this discussion. It's uh, talk about whatever you want day today because it's it's Friday. And if you 
want to sound off on course this is a pretty big deal it sure is and it's something to get off your chest because people are wound up about it i mean my father-in-law yeah. yeah i mean he is wound up is he uh, oh man i get home and it's like i mm. just got i just came from hearing all this you to, <laughs> i don't care we're talking some more on it triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three more pack grand leashed and your call coming up Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat Gray unleashed. A lot of talk about, of course, the DACA deal. President Trump kind of dangled uh, amnesty out there for the Democrats, which you would think they'd be in love with. You would think they'd be in love with that. But he wants the wall built. Uh, I, I'm a little dismayed that he's offered amnesty to one point eight million people, because first of all, it won't stop there either. It won't. It won't stop at one point eight million dreamers they're going to include the parents because you can't separate families how many times have we heard you can't separate families i if for some reason foreigners are exempt from family separation american citizens uh, aren't uh, because if you do something wrong that you have to be separated from your family for and go to jail that's what will happen oh well. separate your family and you you go to jail oh well <laughs> oh well whatever well wait a minute you can't separate a family yeah, yeah, we can because you're an American citizen. Well, you're you're a criminal, so you have to go to jail, mm-hmm. and the rest of the family has to stay out. That's the way it is. But see, all they've done is came they, right. they crossed the border for a better life. Just that one little nuisance of an immigration law. Well, and then identity theft uh, or uh, tax evasion. Uh, there are many things that come of sneaking across the border illegally. You have to commit other crimes too. But really? we don't care about that. I don't care about that. That doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. They're just good, decent, hardworking people. And uh, not one of them has ever done anything wrong. Just give them all amnesty. Um, 888-933-93. Also, we could, so we, we've got that. You, you could, we could talk about that. Vince McMahon from the WWE announced yesterday that he's bringing back the XFL. I am in love with this. Here's a look. Here's Vince talking about it. The new XFL will kick off in 2020. And quite frankly, 2020. we're going to give the game of football back to fans. Back to fans. I'm sure everyone has a lot of questions for me, but I also have a lot of questions for you. In fact, we're going to ask a lot of questions and listen to players, coaches. We're going to listen to medical experts, technology executives, members of the media, and anyone else who understands and loves the game of football. But most importantly, we're going to be listening to fans. So I would ask that, uh, well, the question of what would you do if you could reimagine the game of professional football? Would you, for instance, eliminate halftime? 
Would you have mm. fewer commercial breaks? Yes. Would the game of football be faster? Would the rules mm. be simpler? The new XFL Pretty will be fan-centric with all the things you like to see <laughs> and less of the things you don't. Mm -hmm. Okay. And no doubt, a lot of innovations along the way. Mm. We will no present doubt. a shorter, faster-paced, family-friendly, and easier-to-understand game. Don't find get me wrong, football that hard it's still to football, it's tough, but it's professional got football guys that move around. we imagined. <laughs> Different colors Since back we're launching in 2020, we have two years, which is plenty of time to really get it right. Mm -hmm. We intend to start conservatively with eight teams, 40-man okay. rosters, a 10-game regular season, and postseason featuring two semifinals, and, of course, a championship game. Of course. Think uh, about that, it. That didn't sound that thrilling to me, the way he outlined it. Two-hour game time. Is that what they're talking Two about? Two-hour game time goal. Hmm. Uh, any player with a criminal record precluded from playing. What? Uh, you don't get to play if you get a criminal record on this day. Okay. And you got to stand. Uh, players won't receive a forum to take personal stance on social issues on uh, playing on the playing field. So you just yeah, I like that part. I like that part a lot. Uh, they also produced a promo. Maybe it's a little more exciting than Vin Vince Mac uh, McMahon's I mean, is, announcement. Let's take a look at that. Here's uh, this is the have. future. This is not the past. This is the future, and the future moves fast. This is quicker, simpler rules reform. This is your game, safer. This is football reborn. This is gaming and fantasy. This is padded roulette. Make a trade, make a team, make a move, make a bet. This is fans above all. This is maximum action. Let's stall. More ball, fewer infractions. This begins in 2020. The future is near. More access, more everyone, more everything here. This is our moment, our story to tell. This is history begun. This is the XFL. That's the first I'd seen that. Yeah, me too. Um, Interesting. Thoughts? I, 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 <laughs> I don't understand this, I I this simpler few. stuff. I, I, what do you mean? It's, it's just not, it's not complicated. It's not a complicated game. Who, who doesn't understand football? It's, it's nothing easier than football. Why, why do they need to simplify football? Because oh, it's complicated. Because <laughs> in what way? What part do people not understand? You got like three, you got what? Three different crowds of people on the field, right? You've got this color mm. and this color, and then mm -hmm. you've got the, the other yeah. colors that look like zebras you running You got somebody around. going toward a goal, and you got the other guys that are trying to stop them from getting there. So, uh, and then you got the other guys running around trying to stop both teams from getting it's there. It's interesting that they're saying it's going to be safer, too. I wonder how they'll accomplish that. I don't... XFL flag. Uh, because <laughs> if you remember last time they did this, what was it, 2000 or 2001 with the XFL? They their thing was it's going to be more violent. It's yeah. going to be sexier. It's going to be more everything. They were talking about much more. Well, in those days it could not be. less. In those days it could be. Yeah, I mean guys like John Lynch were flying through the air like rockets, blasting into people, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can't do that anymore. Uh, so they don't, they don't allow that anymore. I don't know that the uh, XFL will work. I guess it remains to be seen. We'll see what happens two years from now. Uh, as to whether people are super receptive to it. it, it's tough to go up against the NFL. It's tough, even though they're having some issues right now. Still, it's they're still state the big of the dog. Yard. They're still the big dog. Yeah, and they yeah, always still will the be. big dog. And so uh, you're going to have to, uh, you know, it might. I don't know. It, it'd be fun, and they're going to, you know, they're going to dump some money into it to begin with. So, 
you know, I'm kind of let's hop on the ride. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. I mean, you're gonna have eight teams battling it out, right? So you might as well, you know, work for one of them. I give it maybe if they open, if they actually get to launch, I give it maybe one season, and then it's over. Well, the XFL, maybe. the XFL before lasted what 10, 20 years. It lasted one how year. Did, well, how long? Yeah, one. No, I mean, one. I'm talking about the XFL before. Right. You know, before it. Yeah, it lasted a year. Years. Yeah, just one one year. And then it, it was just defunct. That can't so, be. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, Dave in Ohio, you're on the blaze. How you doing? How you doing, Pat? Good. Yeah, I was uh, listening to talk about DACA with this thing that Trump wants to do. If he, he believes or any Republican believes that they're going to get credit for this and the future is going to be looked upon as they did it, well, the Civil Rights Act in the 60s was pretty much pushed by, pushed and ran through by the Republicans. And if you look at what the kids are taught in history class and everything, it was the Democrats that did that. Oh, yeah. So there's oh, no way yes. that they're going to get credit for this. One thing I was thinking, if he does go through with this, which I think is a mistake, I don't know how it goes from 800000 to $1.8 Basically, if he does, I would put the tell, tell the Democrats this, like, okay, because I know what they're playing. What they want to do is basically they're going to get this signed, and then everybody's going to rush for the border. Oh, no, I was here. I was here because we have no proof that they weren't. So, of course, we don't mm-hmm. think they're lying because they don't do nothing wrong. They don't lie. They're like angels. But basically, I would tell them this, that that's fine. We sign this. The people that are here, that's fine. As the wall is being built, the military will now be put on the border to make sure no one comes through here. Of course, that's going to outrage them, but hey, well, it's just like a wall till we actually get the wall up. We'll have the military there, of course, but that's just to secure our borders, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not shooting anybody. It's just the military to secure our borders till we actually get a wall in place to secure our borders because they're going to they're gonna run for the border. I mean, that's a way of putting it. They're going to push as many people as they can in here and say, oh, no, no. You know, it's – I guess in this country now it becomes breaking the law gets you stuff. It's not really following the law. Yeah. They get you absolutely nothing. But get called names, and basically you're in, you know, sure you're this like and the other. I, I'm embracing it because look who it comes from. Who's calling you a racist, a homophobe, <laughs> every whatever they can come up with? I wear it as a badge of honor, and I'm I literally now like I think most people in America kind of like you get these progressives where they call you names, and most people are just like God. I don't even want to argue. No, I'm not. And you try and defend yourself and say that and explain why you're not. Rather than, I just don't care anymore. Yeah, whatever, you're the racist. Because that's really what they are. Just started calling them names because they pretty much, it's basically they're a bully. They're, they're, they're physically, I mean, they're verbally and physically trying to intimidate people. What do you do with mm-hmm. a bully? You stand up to them and get in their face. And then they back down because that's really what they are. They're the little kids in school. They yeah, yeah, called you names and tried to bully you. And when you stood up to them, they just backed down and tried to fight somebody else. Thank you, you very much. Face. Have a good day. Thanks, Dave. Or they punched you in the face and knocked you out. <laughs> Not that I ever had that happen, but uh, the the military will never be posted. I don't think so. I was going to uh, do- people will be screaming, "Posse comitatus, posse comitatus, get the posse comitatus!" Jeez, good golly! Why would they be calling for an animal? <laughs> uh, Bob in Virginia, you're on the you're on the blaze. Hi. Good afternoon. Uh, let's talk uh, legal immigration for a minute. Okay. Uh, this one million per figure, uh, and what I found, that's been going on at least since 1995. Uh, when we discuss this, I'll offer to you, we've got to have some context. Since the early 1970s, you guys with me? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Okay, since the early 1970s, the U.S. domestic birth rate has not been sufficient to replace the population, much less 
provide the population growth necessary to stimulate and grow the economy. Mm-hmm, so in right. part, and there may be multiple reasons for it, but in part, legal immigration is and has been supplementing a deficient U.S. domestic uh, birth rate in this country. Since uh, the 80s, the early 90s, 1995, my information is since 1995, we've had about a million per year allowed in. So good, mm-hmm. bad, and different, good people coming in legally, bad people, all that can be debated, but we do not and have not had for over 40 years now a sufficient birth rate in this country for the needs of the country. And so the point is? My point is there's there's more to legal immigration in this one million figure. I don't know how they come to one million per year, but there's more to it than just the company, the country opening its arms and allowing foreigners to immigrate legally into the country. There's a, mm-hmm. there's at least one purpose in behind it, and that is, again, to help grow the mm-hmm. population within this country because our birth rate has not been sufficient to grow the population of the country. Yeah. Uh, well, we're at one in 2015. We were at 1.84 uh, per woman. 1.84 births per woman, and I think we need about 2.3. So we are lagging a little bit behind. Right. Um, it, but I, it, I don't think that's what's on Democrats' minds when uh, they try to jam amnesty down our throats and try to bring illegals in. I, I think it's their power base. I think they want to stay in power, and I think that's what it, I don't. I don't think they they couldn't care less about the birth rate in the United States. They're hoping that white people go extinct. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Wow. I personally appreciate the call, Bob. I personally don't think the birth rate has anything to do with it. Uh, certainly not for Democrats. And Republicans aren't smart enough to worry about that either. 888 joined by Brad Stacks. No, I was uh, actually out in the neighborhood jogging, and I thought, you know, I heard, I was listening. Oh, that's your jogging outfit. Yes, and my jogging that's, outfit. That's why, why else would I show you, up like you dressed this? Up, you dressed up when you're jogging. Uh-huh, outfit. yeah. And I heard that it was talk about anything you want to talk about Friday, which, by the way, rolls off the tongue like nothing I've ever heard. I mean, it's beautiful. So I thought I'd come by and tell some... Uh, some uh, ear jokes uh, mm. sponsored by usewaxrx.com. So, for instance, how do you make Jeffy's eyes light up? I don't know, person in a jogging outfit. How do you make Jeffy's eyes light up? Why, you shine a flashlight in his ear. You see? It would uh, make his eyes light up. Uh-huh. Get it? What, what do you call it when a blonde blows in another blonde's ear? Hmm? 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 Anybody? Data transfer. See? Okay. What about this one? I, all right. This. Why? Why are men with pierced ears perfect for marriage? Don't know. Because they're used to pain and they've already bought jewelry. Hell, see? Nice. See? Okay. That, that, that was not funny. Yeah. So you know what else isn't funny though? Let me tell you this: earwax. It's not funny, and we all have it. And it does serve its purpose, but when you have too much of it, you can go suffer from hearing loss and tinnitus and earaches and everything else. So when you are ready to get those ears clean, you may not do it today, you may not do it tomorrow, but I want you to go to usewaxrx.com, get the kit. And if you use promo code radio, you'll get free shipping. So don't tell funny jokes and get rid of the excess earwax. It's that simple. Usewaxrx.com, promo code radio. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network.
Pat Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. I got one of the coolest things in the mail that I've ever received. Are you finally going to talk about your stupid ring? From somebody I, I've never even met to my knowledge. Um, let's see here. It is uh, Phil Wilson, the champringguy.com. He sent me a, a an official, I, th- I think it's an official, uh, BYU 1984 championship ring. Look at that thing. Is that beautiful? Is that beautiful? Uh, on one side, it says 13-0. Uh, and 0. On the other side, it has the BYU Cougar logo. And in the middle here, national champions, number one. So look at the difference look at from 1984 at to the rings that they have today. I mean, that's like junk now. This is? This is like junk now? Yeah. You might as well just throw that thing away. No, I, this is fantastic. <laughs> and listen how hefty this thing is. I mean, that is, that's a serious ring. Man. I know it is. It looks, I mean, that it really looks great. nice. So, it's Phil, very nice. thank you. I don't know what I did to deserve it, but thank you. Very, very cool. It's well, a BYU thing. I mean, look, yeah. they're only going to win it once in a, this, this is 84, right? Yes, that the 1984. Last, that was the, I'm sorry, that was the last time. Yeah, until next 1984. year. Until this coming yeah. season. Yeah, uh, well, you, yes. can, you can bark up another tree <laughs> with that, my friend. Uh, actually, Phil wrote, uh, hey, Pat, just in case the Eagles win, you're going to need some ammunition to fight back with. And so, yeah, with Stu, because he'll be obnoxious out of his mind. Oh, I want, oh, I want, and I'll just be able to show him my 1984 championship. Which is cool. Plus, uh, plus cool. it would be, it's going to be uh, really nice when Tom Brady just destroys the Philadelphia Eagles. I want that to happen. And doesn't everybody just expect that? I, I mean, want that really? To you know, it'd be fun for somebody else to win, I guess, but I don't have an animosity I don't. toward the Patriots because they're successful. Right? I like successful people. And uh, Tom Brady going for his eighth, going to his eighth Super Bowl. That's just, it's almost unimaginable to me. Uh, He's won five of them, lost two. So this would make number six if he can if he can I mean, win this, and I I think he, they probably will. Uh, right? So yeah, I mean you, you can't bet against the Patriots. And you hate Tom Brady because he because he is so successful. I mean he's the he's, he's good the looking, quarterback of all time, best quarterback of all time. He's got a supermodel for a wife. Right, lives the jet. Li- I mean, he lives the life that everybody wants to leave. That's for sure. <laughs> right? Yes. You, when you tell your kid yes. someday if you want to grow up, what do you want to be? I want to be able to travel the world anytime I want, and fly my own jets, and be married to a beautiful woman, and have beautiful children. I graduate from a yeah. great school. You just and- described Tom Brady. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So please, please. And no. the guy was actually a Trump fan. Which in the NFL is unusual because usually all we hear from those guys are left-wing politics. Yeah, so he didn't really want to talk about fun, that, actually. though. I mean, right? He just... He just uh, no, and I don't blame him for be, not wanting to He let the hat be shown. Yes. Right? So... Yeah. I mean, because he's still got he's still got the wife, and he, who I'm sure is in, uh, you know, the place in California. So, I mean, he's still got to try to play nice around the corner. But... Yeah, the place that uh, sometimes you'll you'll be on a website, and at the bottom they have the sponsored links, and it, it, you won't believe Tom and Giselle's house in California. And if you click on it, you see it's like I don't know nine hundred and fifty three thousand square feet or something. It takes up half the state. And uh, I usually right make it through about I usually make it through about page eight or nine. And then, <laughs> and then I've had enough. And it never, it's never what you want it and to I've be. I've had enough. Yeah. It's like ah, all right. We're good. <laughs> 
All right. Triple eight. I don't want to see that ad. I want to see the backyard. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, also, Burger King trying to explain to people uh, what net neutrality is all about. Good stuff here because it, it works. I yeah. Think. I yeah. Think. Let's, uh, let's take a look and see how well it works. This is Burger King pissing off their customer base. Uh, and I think, I, I think it's actual, I think these are real responses, right? Uh, I think they really did this to some people. I mean, it's, it's possible. To I, make I don't a know point on that. net neutrality and how valuable net neutrality is. Uh, here's here's Burger King uh, and their net neutrality discussion. There was. With net neutrality, you know, some people, for what it's worth, just, you know? I don't know exactly, but it is. They don't know what it is. Okay, so they're going to show them you at know. the restaurant. Here we Got go. That number one. Hey, how are you doing? You know what? Number 98, what's going on with it? Number 98, uh, you got the Whopper? Yeah. So you got the slow axis Whopper Pass? Wait, what? It's on, it's on the menu right there with the fast, medium, and slow. <laughs> slow MBPS, fast MBPS, or hyper fast MBPS. MBPS, of course, standing for making burgers per second. So if we want a Whopper now, we have to pay $26? Well, that's, that's how you get it fast. That's the highest priority. This is like a lane system. Maybe like 15, yeah, fast lane, slow lane. So like maybe like 15, 20 minutes. Okay. What are you talking about? Burger King Corporation believes that they can sell more and make more money selling like chicken sandwiches and chicken fries. So now they're slowing down the access to the Whopper. Yeah. Were you given an option of chicken sandwich or? Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't want a chicken sandwich. It's unbelievable. I wouldn't want a Whopper. Do you have any Whoppers ready that aren't? Yeah. The sandwich is ready. I'm just not allowed to actually get it to you. You can't give me the sandwich. It's ready, but you can't give it to me? The Whopper neutrality was repealed. They voted on it. Whopper, what? This doesn't make any sense. Fortunately, I have no other choice. Oh, my God. This is the worst thing I've ever heard of. See, like, he got the fast, and now he's getting his Are you kidding me? You paid $26 for a Whopper? Yeah, he ordered it. Now he's a higher priority, so... If guys, I got a burger, man. If you'd like... if This is a bad dream right now. I just want to... Here's what I'll do. You have the bag, and I can put it in the bag in 42 seconds. Hold it. 10 seconds. You don't make the rules. You just enforce these ridiculous rules. Fortunately, we have to. I feel like I was being taken advantage of in a sense. Just as a customer coming in to get their food, it felt like a power move. They already changed the policies overnight or whatever. Um, I didn't think that a Whopper, ordering a Whopper would really open my eyes up to net neutrality. The Whopper actually taught me about net neutrality. Yeah. It's stupid, yeah. but true. Uh-huh. No, it's really no, not. No, it's not. The internet should be like the Whopper. Change.org. Okay, so they're trying to keep net neutrality so that you don't have a situation like that uh, on the internet. Here's the thing. If Burger King is doing that, go to McDonald's! <laughs> go to McDonald's! Oh, that's, but you can't, there's your Matt. abject you're lesson. All, you're already at Burger King. You can't. I mean, who are these morons who are standing there going, okay, I'll wait 28 minutes for my burger. Go to McDonald's. 
That's how you fix net neutrality, okay? That's how the free market takes care of nonsense like that if you're... If your internet service provider is slowing you down because you're only paying $4.95 a month, you're going to switch to somebody else. And if your burger company is telling you it's going to take 28 minutes to make this burger unless you pay me $26, then I can give it to you now, you're going to go somewhere else. Good golly, that's asinine. Thank you, Burger King, for getting into this political discussion. Uh, with such a mindless mess of nonsense. <laughs> oh, My favorite man. is the, la- the one lady. You just paid 26 bucks for that one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Yes. Because I wanted it fast. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, probably just outside and across the street is another burger place where you wouldn't have to, <laughs> you know, pay $26 to get it quickly. <laughs> But I'm already here, so once you walk into a I place, mean, you can't turn around and leave. That's that's so stupid, it's insulting. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Unleashed. You can actually call about whatever you want today. Uh, any topic is fair game. Triple eight seven two seven or triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also got some uh, Twitter mentions on uh, at Pat Unleashed for Mercenary Grip. I didn't vote for President Trump, but after his first year, he'd won me over, and I planned on voting for his re- re-election. This DACA thing, however, will return me firmly into the Never Trump camp. Uh, from Trav. Can we eliminate the federal government and all federal immigration laws? All states can set their own laws. Make no state financially responsible for any other state. Your debt and or failure is your own. I had good luck with that. Yeah. Really good luck yeah. with that. Uh, Henry CK53, I like this. I think that uh, what they mean by simpler, and he's talking about the XFL and Vince McMahon, is that the definition of a catch won't be three pages long. Well... Okay, the definition of a catch really isn't three pages long, but they've had some things happen thanks to technology with the slow motion that they've had to adjust what they consider a catch, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. it's because of technology that we know now that sometimes the ball does hit the ground, but you still have control of it or you don't have control of it. I mean, that's a tough one to get around. I'd like to maybe set a time... If you were going to, if you're, you know, speaking of uh, when you, they review stuff like that, maybe he's talking about, you know, just no reviews or you cut down on uh, the reviews you can have, or you cut down the time limit on the reviews. Like the reviews can only be a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can call, you can have as many reviews as you want, but they're going to be a minute because that really stalls a lot of teams, especially uh, in college, man, a team will be on a, on a, on a roll. And you make you have a penalty, and then you have a review, which takes forever, which kills momentum. That hurts a lot of teams. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so there's got to be, you know, there's. It'd be nice to change some of that. I'll give you that. I, I think I'm for the XFL. I am. I think I'm ready for it. Let's go. Be interesting to see if they can narrow, uh, if they can streamline the game to two hours. That. Uh, well, that's what they tried to do with arena football too, right? Something. Uh, yeah. Arena football was the you know yeah. the the indoor war, right? The and so, you'd have to have a time clock on huddles and yeah. Everything. Well, they do anyway, really, because you got to get up to the line and snap it in a certain amount of time. You do. They have the time frame, but it's it's pretty long. You don't necessarily need that long. I mean, sometimes those guys, are <laughs> taking, mm. you know, they're sitting down having lunch on the play. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, apparently, Cecile uh, Richards has left Planned Parenthood now. Oh no! And I, oh no! She was filmed uh, heading out the door. Oh no! And uh, here, here's here's a look at uh, Planned Parenthood uh, chairman Cecile Richards leaving Planned Parenthood. 12 years ago, I joined Planned Parenthood to fight for a world where every woman can live her best life. And together we've built a movement to protect and improve reproductive health. And I could not be prouder. Today, I'm announcing that I will be stepping down from my position as president of Planned Parenthood this year. From my first moment at Planned Parenthood, I have been Mm -hmm. in awe of our brave doctors, clinicians, staff, and volunteers who provide care to one in five American women. And to all of you who count on Planned Parenthood, know that this organization will be here for you, no matter where you live, how much money you make, who you love, or where you come from. Planned Parenthood has been part of the fabric of this country for 100 years, and thanks Mm -hmm. to you, It'll be here for a hundred more. Oh, good. This last year has Killing been one of the most inspiring century. of my life. Good, good. As longtime <laughs> staff new and supporters campaign, marched and rallied alongside brand new activists uh-huh. like Deja Fox, a teenager from Tucson, who fiercely defended oh. Planned Parenthood to her United States senator. Oh, did Regina she? Regina Washington, a Planned Parenthood patient from Bristol, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. who got involved last winter, is now organizing thousands in her community. Deja and Gina are just some of the 11 million supporters who embody Planned Parenthood's mission. Planned Parenthood has helped tens of millions take control of their health and their futures by providing birth control, Mm. pap smears, breast Mm -hmm. exams, STI testing and treatment, and safe and legal abortion. Yes, and safe Today, and legal abortion. Today, America is at a 30-year low for unintended pregnancies happens. and historic lows mm. for abortion and teen pregnancy. That's not true. This mm. is one of the mm. most important mm. public health success stories in history. Oh, and it would important. not have been possible without the life-changing and yeah. life-saving work of Planned Parenthood. Life it has been an incredible honor to be part work? of this organization. As a patient, <laughs> as president, and now as a lifelong supporter and champion. I will always be committed to the goals Good we gosh. share. It's like the commandant of Auschwitz <laughs> calling it a life-saving camp. This important the work. hell are you? Oh, that is despicable. You are a despicable human being. Oh, my gosh. That is unbelievable. That's amazing. Uh, they're, they're responsible for about two-thirds of the 60 million dead babies in the last 50 years. Despicable to call that life-saving. Oh, wow. Jeez, that is unbelievable. How proud she is. She's so proud. Of the work of slaughtering children for so many. How proud she is that they've almost accomplished their goal of eliminating black people, at least in New York, because there's more abortions by blacks than live births in New York City. Congratulations, Cecile. Is Daisha happy about that? Is she proud of that? 
Did you talk to her about that in the Planned Parenthood movement when she was arguing with her senator over it? Huh, maybe you should bring her up to speed on the mission and the goal of Margaret Sanger, who is the founder of your wonderful organization, whose goal it was to eliminate black people from the face of the earth. I mean, that is something to be proud of, Cecile. You've got to be just, proud because you've almost accomplished it. I bet you Cecile forgot to mention that. Though. She probably did. I bet she did. But I'm re- I'm here to remind her. It's not just 60 million people. You've killed 18 million blacks. 18 million black babies have lost their lives, Cecile. Thanks in large part to your wonderful life-saving organization, Planned Parenthood. And the dream of Margaret Sanger... Uh, just realized you've just, you're very close to completely eliminating a race. Keep, keep pushing, keep trying. You're almost there. Good for you. Wow. That is despicable. uh, Despicable. She's evil. Absolutely. That that just is evil. I mean, she comes across the way, the way every, it all is. is, I mean, it's evil. There's no way around it. You're right. It's just flat out evil. Uh, triple eight, nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, well, whatever's on your mind today, it is uh, Friday. You can talk about whatever you want. Angie in Virginia, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple weeks ago, I heard you talking about like the Alzheimer's and how Magic Johnson got rid of HIV. Yeah. Yes. And I couldn't call in. And I think I got an answer that I wanted to tell you. It's kind of a conspiracy theory. But <laughs> about 15 years ago, this. My friend, this was a news junkie, told me that um, he was so obsessed with having HIV that he started seeking out all these, like, scientists, like, on his own and paying for it. And he found this guy, and I think it was in China, and he actually cured him. I mean, I think it took some time. Mm -hmm. And not only that, but the treatments would have only cost the public, like, $5 or something like that. So then the guy ends up dead. All his stuff ends up missing. And I kind of took it with a grain of salt when my friend told me. And, Jeffy, I know you listen to Art Bell and After Dark sometimes. <laughs> and then about a month later, I heard him talking about it on his show. On Coast to Coast? Yeah. Huh. So um, Yeah, on Coast to Coast. So I just thought that I just wanted to share that with you because I've never heard anybody else okay. say anything. And how did he get rid of it? And I thought it was just I thought it was the the cocktail of drugs that they came up with in the early 90s, yeah, for late him. 80s, early 90s. Uh, I, I think he started taking that cocktail we all, uh, and, and uh, it suppressed it suppressed the uh, the disease inside of him. Yeah, I mean, we well, all, plus we all believe that best with with getting it. And he funded a guy to help him. Huh. Uh, like, a, I don't know. I, I picture some mad scientist, whatever. But the right. thing, <laughs> the, the crux of it is, is that the. The treatment would only cost so little, and what Coast to Coast was trying to say, putting their two cents in, was of course, the insurance a, companies right. and the doctors and all that. Yeah, they wouldn't make any that money off. Yeah, right. Of it. They're right. not going to make you know? any money if they're not selling the cocktails. Hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks, Angie. I, I don't know. I don't know that story very well, but um, I'd be very careful about conspiracy theories like that. Uh, because there's also one involving the U.S. military creating the AIDS virus, and those those kinds of things circulate as well. Um, 
So um, well, you say that, Pat, like uh-huh. that's like I, not like true. Like maybe dismissing it. Like you're just like, hey, there's also <laughs> right. one that you know yeah. the military. Uh, hello. So you did you did get the impression that I was dismissing it? I, I did. Okay, good. Um, Mike in Florida, <laughs> you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, how you doing? Good. Hey, so I have, I have to agree with you about that uh, lady who called from Plan or that you were speaking about a Planned Parenthood. Uh, she is is despicable. Evil. Yeah, it's evil. Yeah. yeah, but I called you on a lighter note. Um, uh, as far as uh, our president Donald Trump, he's having a hard time getting this wall to go through. Mm-hmm. And I was I was thinking about this, and maybe what he could do is offer amnesty to these people who want amnesty if they go down there and build the wall and That's been that proposed kind of bypasses before. the Democrats mm-hmm. that also, I believe that would get the respect of these people that would be building the wall and they would probably vote uh, for a Republican after that. <laughs> so you are asking I, the illegal aliens themselves to go down and build the wall. Is that what you're saying? And yeah, then, they, and you, they make a deal with Donald uh-huh. Trump. We'll go down uh-huh. there and build your wall for you. And all, all you need to do is supply us material and, mm-hmm. and somebody to show us what to do and yeah, and, and do it. Uh, appreciate the call. Right. Thanks, Mike. Some people have suggested that. Actually. Yes, they have. Uh, they've been called haters for it, uh, racists for it, but they have suggested it. <laughs> Uh, you can't. How dare you suggest that they build the wall that's separating them from uh, anything they want to get to? You're not supposed to do that. And uh, I guess we're not supposed to put up any kind of barrier, and certainly not make them build the barrier themselves. Why don't you just ask them to build, just dig their own grave? Right. Why don't you do that? That's the kind of stuff you hear. Uh, Joe in New Jersey, you're on the blaze. Yeah. Hi there, guys. Hey. Um, I got a thought about this amnesty situation for these illegal alien DACA people. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's very simple. I hope uh, Trump gets to hear this. I would like to see him draw out the Democrats for who they really are and say he would consider amnesty. But these people never have the right to vote in this country. Mm-hmm. Then, we'll see who, then we'll see what the Democrats really, really believe. Whether they have really big hearts or they're, or they're just looking <laughs> for those votes. Oh, you know they have big, big hearts. Oh, oh yes. yes, and Joe, don't you oh, doubt man. it? Uh, President Thanks, Trump uh, heard your call. He listens. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. No, yeah. absolutely. They've got it. Now listen, he has to pick it up. You know, he has to walk outside at Davos and uh, at the hotel there at Davos and pick us up. Mm-hmm. The internet's a little sketchy inside, but right. uh, he's there. He yeah. heard you. He heard you, Joe. Thanks for the call, Joe. Appreciate it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Cosmo Hertz Kids is on a mission. The founder is, is Victoria Hurst. Might sound like a familiar name. The Hearst Corporation actually publishes Cosmopolitan magazine, known as Cosmo. But Victoria Hearst believes that Cosmo contains porn that's harmful to children. Uh, she doesn't want to censor the magazine. She's not trying to change what's in it. She's not trying to drive it out of business. She just wants the state's material, harmful to minor laws, applied to Cosmo. That way, when a kid goes into a convenience store or a grocery store, they can't pick up Cosmo and just buy it and take it. It protects them. From that pornography that's in, and we've given you some of the articles. Some of the articles are just absolutely uh, unbelievable, unbelievable in that magazine. So we all believe in free speech. We all believe uh, that they have the right to do what they're doing. It's just that we should keep it out of the hands of kids. If you believe that too, you want to keep take a stand and keep pornography out of the hands of children. Visit CosmoHurtsKids.com. 
That's CosmoHertzKids.com. You are listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. returns. Welcome. 888-933-93. Pat Gray Unleashed. I want to thank, uh, before, I, before we get back to the callers uh, on immigration, which are pretty hot and heavy today, I want to thank El Chapo. Uh, he's, a, he's a kind man. The, the he's uh, a kind drug man. kingpin, El Chapo? Yeah. Well, is there what are we El Chapo? Him? What are we thanking him for? We're thanking him because he promises not to kill any jurors of the... Uh, Oh, wow, that's in his nice court case. That's really nice. All right? Yeah. I thought so, too. Huh. He said, look. He promised? Gonna, he promised. Did he pinky swear? I don't know that they pinky huh. sweared him. Okay. I don't know that they pinky swear. If he but, pinky swore, I'm willing to serve on the jury if he pinky swore. But it's so funny. Well, because, I mean, he's had some, <laughs> there's been a few other trials uh, surrounding so uh, Mr. Guzman that. Uh, and some of the jurors were killed. Well, they, mm-hmm. they lost their lives. And, but he's saying that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. He's not going to do it. He's not going to kill any jurors. So don't worry about their safety. That's really nice of him. You don't have to. You what don't have to guy. keep them sequestered. What a good guy. You don't have to worry about all. You don't have to guard them. Don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to kill him. I mean, nice. I'm not going to have. I'm not going to. I'll try. I'm telling my people right now. Don't kill him. See how he's mellowed in his right through time. No, I, all I, this whole time I'm hearing him think, no problem. We won't kill the jurors. They're going to have zero family left. <laughs> They're going to be the last family member standing. Uh-huh. But go ahead. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead and what testify. What do you think? Go ahead and serve on the jury. There's uh, not a chance. I mean, I don't know how. And how do you how do you take care of that jury? Because, mm. you. I mean, if you sequester them, right, and you don't let them into the courtroom, mm. right, you do it all mm-hmm. over video. Um, you know, that he doesn't actually see, I mean, he deserves a fair trial, I guess. Right. I mean, everybody deserves a fair trial. Mm-hmm. Is it in Mexico or is it here? It's here. Right. It, I thought it was here. Well, we shipped him back here, hmm. but, uh, uh, but either way, right. I mean, there's you, one of the, there, he's one of the guys that, uh, exemplifies why we need a wall. He's, he's one of the many reasons we need a border wall. That's true. Uh, to keep, him and his drug hounds out of our country. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety. Yeah, the Brooklyn Federal Court Justice. Okay. Yes, it's yeah, it, yeah. it they is. Brought here. him here into the U.S. That's what I thought. But anyway, I just it was struggling to. Anyway, that's you, nice of him. If you guard right, if you guard mm-hmm. the the jury with the armed guards and stuff, it kind of makes it feel like you're already uh, prejudiced against the the defendant, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, I don't know how you do that except maybe you just take him at his word. He promises, and all right, hey, you know what? No problem. Yeah. No problem. Thank, thank you. Yeah. Thank I'm, you. I'm sure his word is his bond. Uh, Tim in Michigan, oh. you're on the blaze. Hi. Hi. I'd like to take a quick second to point out how Burger King accidentally made the case for uh, repealing net neutrality. Yes. Yeah, they sure did. Okay, go ahead. By demonstrating the market backlash that they would be subject to if they decided to go with with uh, a lane system. 
to my knowledge, I'm not certain that Burger King or McDonald's or any other burger establishment are regulated under any kind of neutrality rules. Right. So their video assumes that all organizations that make burgers uh, would be doing the lane thing. Now, if mm-hmm. any of the companies decide against doing that, uh, then they'd have a huge market advantage, which is the whole point that people who advocate for this repeal are yep. making. Exactly right. Yep. Exactly also, Burger right. King is Canadian now. What is? Burger King. They were bought by Tim Hortons in 2014 for $11 billion. Right. Yeah, that's right. Oh, Another wow. weighing in on American politics because they're jerks. Wow. Yeah, uh, that's a good point. I'd forgotten about that. That little a tidbit. Now they're weighing in on American politics because they're jerks. Thanks, Thanks Tim. Tim. 888-933-93. Uh, you know, if, 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 you, if a company wants to do that to you, they can. They can. It's, it's their service. It's, it's their network. But you don't have to put up with it. You'll seek somebody else out if they're doing that to you. And here's the thing. They're really not doing that. Does anybody have... I don't even have any complaints with my internet service. I, they're, they're not choking down my Netflix uh, no. viewing at all. No. I, or Amazon or anything else. As far as I know, I, I don't notice it. I've got great service. And in fact, the service... Uh, in fact, uh, the reason that I have the service that I have now is because they gave me a better deal for a better product. Right. So I'm paying less for a better product. And that's I the, hate that. I mean, and, come on. And that's the thing. If if it was going on all the time, if if this was a constant complaint of everybody who's on the internet, maybe you'd be considering taking some sort of action. I don't know. I still wouldn't want the government to get involved in it. No. But because the free market would work it out. But it's not even happening. Right. I mean, I They're think talking he, about something that might happen down the road or could happen. Well, it's not. Right. And if it were, I think you said that if 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 that if Burger King were to do that, the people would probably just do what? They'd uh, leave. They'd go to McDonald's. Yeah. Go, go to McDonald's. You go somewhere else. Uh, you'll take your business elsewhere if they're doing that to you. Josh in Texas, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat. Hey. Jesse. Gosh. Um, I have the solution for the border, and I think oh, good. we can do it without a wall. Okay. You just give every disabled or retired veteran five acres on the highly trafficked areas and tell them, that's your property. You defend it how you see necessary. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. And I All bet right. you the border crossings would come to a screeching halt. Yeah. All right. Yes, Until you right. had one guy say, well, you know what? The rest of them are killing everybody. I'm just going to let them in. And I'm going to make a fortune. Then what? No vet would do that. What are you talking about, Jeffy? Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, thanks, Josh. <laughs> Matt in Pennsylvania, you're on the blaze. Hey. Uh, just want to clear up this net neutrality thing. I, I don't know where I land on the whole idea. Like, Yes, I don't want the government telling companies what to do. Mm-hmm. I also, in theory, don't want my ISP throttling any of my data for, you know, depending on what I'm using it for. Right. And, and I, you were just saying how it's not even happening, really. So I guess it, it's net neutrality more of like a straw man argument. Yes. Like, if it's not really a thing, they just, they're just, you know, whipping up people into a frenzy over nothing well that's what i think it is and it's it's an effort for the government to take more control over something uh they've got no business controlling 
Now, do you, do you, uh, have you noticed anybody squashing your your service? Are they are they squeezing your Netflix access or Amazon or anything else? Not at all. And, no, and, exactly. and I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a heavy video streamer too. Yeah, and and most of us are now. I Me mean, too. Most of us are. We we're streaming all kinds of things, and and we don't even want to know what you're streaming, Jeffy. <laughs> Appreciate the call, Matt. Uh, so they're trying to head off a problem that doesn't even exist. Why would you do that? I mean, if it's not broken, don't fix it. It was. I mean, that's what started it all, though, right? Was that a bigger company was a, was doing that to a smaller company? Was uh, to get, I don't to even keep, know that anybody was business, doing to it. get them out of business. Uh, I mean, I think that's what they claimed. That's what they claimed that the bigger company was doing it to them. Well, then you so move. That, you move to a different company. Uh, it's it's just it's still not a tough issue, <laughs> you know. You let the free market take control of it. You let the free market handle it, and it would, uh, just like that Burger King example. How many people are going to stand there and and wait for forty eight <laughs> minutes for a hamburger? How many people just, are going to pay twenty six dollars to get it faster? <laughs> no one. Did you just, you just pay twenty six bucks? Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. On the Blaze Radio Network. 888-900-3393. It is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, so, some people are giving President a new nickname, Amnesty Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to hate that. Oh, oh my, gosh. my gosh. How dare you give him a nickname? That might change the course, though. Uh-huh. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know either, but that might change the course. We'll see. Uh, He's... Put it out there. He's put it up on the table, and we'll see if he gets uh, if he gets the wall funded. The wall apparently the wall is important enough to him uh, to go ahead and throw amnesty, uh, throw an amnesty bone to the Democrats. Uh, but it makes to no get the sense. Wall built. I know it's just, none of this makes any it. It doesn't sense. make any. I mean, I, I don't know why he would think that that was a, still a deal, unless you know. I mean, he's got uh, Ivanka. And uh, Jared's saying we've got to care about these people, right? Well, yeah, and that's we've got to care thing. about these people. So, Dad, sure, we we need you have to do the wall because you promised it, but because we've not, got to take care of all these people. Yeah, exactly. And they're not conservatives in the first place. They're they're all, you know, from Ivanka yep. to to Jared, they're Democrats. Yeah, and they have Democrat mentality. Mm-hmm. So and, they're not- and we're the only nation on earth that's expected to do any of this. Do you remember? I, I keep going back to this every time the immigration discussion comes up. Uh, back to the interview and the speech, Felipe Calderon, the pre- at yes. the time the president I was just of Mexico. About this last night, yes, at, the, he gave he gave this speech uh, in Congress when the Arizona law was being proposed, and made this speech to Democrats, and they were all over it. They loved it. It's time to. Oops, and that's not it. <laughs> Felipe sounded a little different. He did, didn't he? There, I'm not quite sure. Yeah, he did sound a little different there. Uh, 
I was just talking about this last night because he was being interviewed. Uh, I told you I go home and my father-in-law is so wound up about this whole immigration thing. Yep. And he's been watching and covering and trying to, he says, I'm, I'm going to all these channels because I want to get some different viewpoints, but they're so stupid. And uh, he said that they have, were interviewing uh, Calderon, uh, bringing him back. Oh, that old ex-president of Mexico was on, yapping his lips. <laughs> yeah. And uh, which reminded me of, of this. It's crazy. I strongly disagree. Disagree. With the recently adopted law low. in Arizona. Arizona. It is a law. And then the yeah, Democrats, that's our- all the Democrats in the chamber. Yay! He strongly disagrees with our law. In Arizona, yeah, good. Bash us some more. Good. Come to our country. That's all and he did too. Come to our country and, and just criticize us to our face. We love that. Yay! Listen to this. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. On and on and on it went. It is a low. It is a low. That not only ignores a reality that cannot be erased by decree, mm-hmm. but also introduced a terrible idea. Terrible. Using racial, racial profiling no, as a basis racial for profiling. law enforcement. And by the way, it specifically did not allow racial profiling. That's correct. <laughs> so, so the Democrats, yay, fascists some more, yeah. And then Felipe Calderon, I believe it was that night. Yeah. Went on, went on Wolf. Wolf Blitzer's show. Yep. And Blitzer, to his credit, asked him some great questions to show the unbelievable hypocrisy. Of course, if somebody sneaks in from Nicaragua or some other country in Central America through the southern border of Mexico, they wind up in Mexico. They can go get a job. They no, can no. work. If somebody do that without mm-hmm. permissions, we, right. send ba- we send back them. Okay, wait. If somebody do that without permissions, right. without, per- without permissions, we send back them. I love that. If you play that huh. back, I love how, he, I mean, he jumps. All over. Calderon doesn't even wait for with, Wolf to finish. No, 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 no. With no. absolutely no recognition of what Wolf is saying here and what right. he's saying. Oh, uh, no, no. So no, you're no. asking us to do what you will not. I mean, that's the hypocrisy sure of the situation. I, when you listen to it, it's it's almost unbelievable that he actually admitted this. Of course, if somebody sneaks in from Nicaragua or some other country right. in Central America through the southern border of uh-huh. Mexico, they wind up in Mexico. They can go get a job. They no, can no, work. No, no, no. If somebody do that without permissions, we send ba- we send back them. Okay, so the natural question is, then why do you expect us? Why do you expect us to just give your citizens jobs, welfare? places to live, educate your children. Why? Why? Isn't that the natural next question? That is the natural next question, but I was wondering if you have the next question. For, no, there was no next Wolf, question. Did they go to commercial break lines. or something? Yeah. Oh, that's still, we're out of time. Yeah. They're out of the luck. So why the hell do you expect us to do that, Felipe? Why? Why? It, it, so, but this is, this is the way it's always been. And this is the reality we face. We have to do what no other country on earth is willing to do. We right. have to be willing to commit national suicide. Well, that's what it is, too. And that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it we is. We don't care who's coming in. We don't pay attention to who's coming in. We don't know what you're doing here. We, we don't know what you bring to us. We don't know if you mean us harm or, or if you wish us well. We have no idea. Many of, many of them do wish us well, and many of them do come here just to f- seek a better life. 
Many of them don't. Yeah, not that many, though. <laughs> not that many to worry about. Yeah, that's right. I mean. That's right. Don't even worry about it. I mean, a few, sure, slip through the cracks, and then you get some, you know, you get some Kate Steinleys that are shot I in the head mean, and killed or shot in the chest. Uh, I mean, one bad apple. And, uh, one don't, bad spoil apple the, don't spoil the whole bunch, Thank girl. You. you know? That's clear. I was, right? That's clear. I think, I think Donnie Osmond said it best when he said that. One bad apple. Don't spoil the whole bunch, girl. Amen. Set a mouthful, right? <laughs> TJ in Florida, you're on the blaze. Hi. Uh, yeah, on the topic of uh, the Super Bowl, I mm-hmm. uh, just want to mention that, yeah, I do want the uh, Eagles to win because, quite frankly, I just can't stand uh, Brady <laughs> and all the cheating. However, oh, there is the issue, the and very important issue, of what to do in case the Eagles do win and uh, Stu comes back. Because I'm thinking probably the best plan mm-hmm. is to get uh, Jeffy to go topless and just body paint to make his body look like a uh, Eagles helmet. Mm-hmm. And during every commercial break of uh, the Glenn Beck program, he just comes in dancing around, you know, beyond woo, go Eagles or something or something. You can't let, you cannot let Stu enjoy it. I threw, up in, I threw up in my mouth a little bit just <laughs> listening to you describe that. I mean, <laughs> I can't even, wow, I can't go there with you. But we'll think of something. Maybe not that, TJ, but we'll think of something for him. Because, so, yeah, you're right. There'll be no living with Stu if the Eagles win this thing. Well, Thanks no, but listen, what, what we can hope for is that the Eagles win and he doesn't come back. <laughs> I mean, if the Eagles win and he doesn't come back, good. <laughs> Travis in uh, North Dakota, you're on the blaze. Travis? Hey, Pat. How you doing? Uh, really good, Travis. Hey, I'm good. How, how are you? I'm pretty good. I've just been uh, waiting to talk to you. Uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, I really love your show. First time caller. Thanks. Uh, long time long time listener? Long time just... listener. Listen okay. forever. I've been All listening right. since you began back. Huh? What were you telling my phone screener before so we got on Why was the $500 charge on there? 250 to Cover repairs and then five hundred other two fifty for room rent. We joined yeah, Travis's uh, conversation uh, already, in, already progress. in progress at the already hotel desk, wondering why. What are the charges for? Wow, two hundred and fifty bucks. That's a good. That's a good room. Travis, what are you doing, dude? That's a good room. Travis, what are you, dude? <laughs> dude, Travis, you there? Travis, did you incur other charges when you ate the ate the food out of the drawer or what? Oh, see, he's going to be paying extra now. Let's see if it, let's see if we can listen and find out what's going on in Travis's life. Oh, this morning it was you said it was nineteen hours, so it's twenty five uh, hours. Oh, twenty five hours. Oh, he's paying for this room by the hour. This is a special room. To ring in or going right oh, to voice? Personally, I'm a fan of those rooms. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> All right, put him on put him on hold. He obviously Don't doesn't embarrass know. Embarrass him, I yeah. know. <laughs> it might actually probably be. get a credit card receipt or something. Uh, Nick in Illinois, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hi, Pat. This is actually Congressman Hank Johnson. I would like to uh, clear the air on a particular subject that you have uh, brought on the show several times. It's mm-hmm. in regards to the island of Guam. <laughs> yeah. And in my uh, strenuous cal- mathematical calculations, mm-hmm. I did not put into account for the fact that Jeffy would not have been on the island. <laughs> it's a long way to the well, man, but it was it worth sure it. It sure is. It was, was it? worth it. I like it. Was it worth it? I, I, yeah, it was. It was, was it? 
That was worth it. Thank you, Nick. Appreciate that. That wasn't a bad hang. That's not a bad hang. No, that wasn't a bad Com- hang at all. Compare what you just heard to this. My, my fear is that uh, the right. whole island will uh, uh, become so... Overly, overly populated, populated that, that it will tip over and and, uh, uh, and capsize. capsize. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, it was a good Hank. But he didn't calculate uh, that you weren't actually on the island. No, that was pretty good. I heard the joke when he did. Yeah. When he, you know, yeah, when he no, first I just called. Was just remembering, you know, kind of replaying it in my mind that he said something about you not being on the island, and so he didn't take that into his into account when he was calculating whether the island would capsize I know, or not. So about meaning that right. I meaning like that if I you'd was, been there for sure it would have capsized but you weren't there so perhaps it could have withstood the tonnage involved you get that I, I do okay so I you know. had the same impression of what I he was saying that I did. <laughs> okay good I just wanted good. to make sure we're, we're on the same, same page. Yeah, we are. We are. I'm just a helper here, Jeffy. I'm just making sure we're <laughs> together you. on this. Thank you. I appreciate it. It means a lot to me. Hector in Texas, <laughs> you're on the blaze. Hi. <laughs> hey, gentlemen. Hey. hey. I've got a question regarding the the Dreamers DACA crap. Yep. What about the What about the military? You know, I served for 22 years. Do you know how many years I had to leave my family behind? About 20. So shut up. You know, shut up with this crap. Yeah. Like, they broke the law. I didn't. Wait a minute. You were were you separated from your family uh, on a number of occasions when you were in the military? No. <laughs> yes, a few times. Huh. When That's I, when really I, weird. When I was deployed overseas. So, yeah. Uh, Jeez, I know. It's. I, I mean, that must really piss you off, Hector, when you hear this kind of stuff, right? I mean, that's... It's, yeah, it's beyond, Pat. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. Thanks for the call, Prish, and thanks for your service. Uh, I know it is. It's hard to be separated from your families, and and for some reason, American citizens don't matter when it comes to that. Not one I, little I bit. Just, that's one of the things that just drives me out of my mind in this discussion. Can't separate families. Can't separate families. What do you mean we can't? We we do it all the time. Sure do. Not just the military, but uh, uh, that's the best example because you haven't even done anything wrong. You're doing something very very right for the country, and you're still being separated from your family when you go on a de- uh, on a deployment. But of course, if you if you commit a crime, you're going to be separated from your family. Nobody so, talks about that here. That's the way it works. That's it, the way it works. Yes, yes, it is. Amazingly, that's the way it works. And and the way you handle it is going to be up to you. That's not up to us to fix for you. That's not up to us. Troy in West Virginia, you're on the blaze. Yes. Good afternoon. Hi. Uh, good day to you and Jeffy. Thank you. Always good to see him on there. Yeah, I was just. Uh, saw that clip the other day of Rob Reiner, Meathead, and it sounded like he was talking to Archie the way he was talking, but uh, just wondering what Archie would have said back. Well, I know, but uh, right. I think mm-hmm. I was just really uh, felt bad for the, the young girls and the dogs that were subjected to those vile signs that the girls were holding up and every, or the mothers <laughs> right. and the women were holding up. Mm. Pretty sad. Yeah. Yeah. That, and... I guess that's about it for now. But, yeah, the other thing is about DACA and how many people actually have tried to take the legal way to naturalization. I mean, well, is it seven or ten years living here? And then you can mm-hmm. take tests and everything, American history and all that. Yeah. Nobody talks about the actual legal way of doing it. Yeah. Instead of just like everybody gets a trophy. 
Uh, yes, exactly right. Yeah. Thanks, Troy. Uh, a lot of times they don't even try because they're afraid. Uh, well, right. At some if they point. come out of the shadows and they try to become legal, right. they run a risk that they'll be deported before they can become legal. But again, th- those are the consequences, right? You, those, that's up to you how you handle that. Right. That's and not I, up to us. And I will say that uh, there are some uh, people in our neighborhood, uh, friends of ours, that uh, my children play with who are uh, legal immigrants. Mm-hmm. And they are not happy at all about about uh, this amnesty plan. No, I know because it took them mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. What felt mm-hmm. like obviously what felt like forever, and thousands of dollars, yes. if not tens of all thousands kinds of, hassle, of dollars, all kinds uh, of hoops to jump through to become citizens in this country. Yeah, and for them to be looked at like so, yeah, that they, they yeah. are. Very, very unhappy to say the least. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed, the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Don Lemon blaming uh, President Trump for threats against CNN. Of course, pathetic. Really pathetic. Uh, and congratulations to Delta Airlines too. Uh, I mean, Delta cracking down on passengers' emotional support animals. Thank you. About freaking time. Yeah, because they were doing emotional support llamas and uh, uh, stupid get stuff like that. Get this. Delta said animal incidents have increased 84% since 2016. Wow. Mm. Including urination, defecation, biting, and even widely reported attack of a 70-pound dog. Employees have reported barking, growling, biting from service and support animals. So, I mean, you're going to have to have documented uh, proof. That it's that a support animal? Confirming that it's a support animal. Customers have attempted to fly with... And we've joked around about a few of these. Mm-hmm. Not all. Mm-hmm. Comfort turkeys, okay. gliding possums, known possums. as sugar gliders, mm-hmm. snakes, smi- spiders, and the list goes on Pigs. from Delta. There was a pig? Yes, there was. Recently? There was a uh, support it, pig. Ignoring the true intent of existing rules. So Delta's like, okay, hold on. Everybody's got to have some proof here uh, because maybe your sugar glider. <laughs> Isn't your comfort animal? Shut up. <laughs> I can't. T- I mean, I, I don't know that I would be able to take it if I was on a plane with that. I, I've I've flown quite a bit, and I have not had a comfort I animal haven't, with I me. haven't seen that either. I haven't seen that on one of my flights. Uh, but I would not appreciate a no. support pig on no. board. I really wouldn't. No, I mean. Come on. A dog <laughs> is fine. I, I think that's great. Uh, and dogs are t- trained for that. Yes, they are. But do you really have, you know, possum and gerbils and and pigs that what can about, give you support? Are no. the little ponies? <laughs> no. The no. Little ponies? The little, little ponies. Oh, yeah, the little ponies. Yeah. That one lady, I saw a special on her with her and her pony. And her uh, her 
pony. I mean, they went it was like her seeing eye pony man. They went; it was everywhere. I don't want that, including on the, plane. the airline. I, yes, I do not want that on the plane. No, no. I mean, that's yeah. it's kind of to a ridiculous level. Yes, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, take your pony to your destination instead of putting it on the plane. You just ride the pony there. <laughs> <laughs> go Wait, ahead and do what? that. Yeah. If it's a support pony and you're going from, I don't know, New York to Miami, take your pony to Miami. <laughs> That's what you can do. That's what you it can do. It might be a little All bit right? slower than Delta. <laughs> well, it might, but I'm sorry. You don't have a right to fly. There's no right in the Constitution that says you have a right to fly. Uh, there's a, a kind of an interesting side story. On this whole uh, immigration situation right now, they're, they've developed a cell phone app that helps illegal immigrants sneak in into the country now. What? It's being designed to aid illegal immigration into the United States. It's called the ben, Bienvenidos app, Spanish word for welcome, purports to navigate the treacherous U.S.-Mexico border by alerting users to a range of obstacles and threats. Uh, they pitched this app this month to numerous media outlets and then got a little outrage going in the United States over it. Like, hey, wait a minute, what? You, you've developed an app to help people break our law? And we're supposed so, to just let that go? And we're supposed to let that go. Right. So then they kind of went underground with this and they, they, yeah. took, they took the uh, website down and now they're doing it all very, very quietly and secretively. Well, they better do it secret enough, and we should be able to. I mean, we should shut that down. Absolutely, uh, shut no, that down. Listen, there's no. Uh, I, you know, I'm all for breaking the law, Pat. You know, <laughs> no, I know you are. Uh, I know you are. I know. <laughs> but you can't flaunt it in front of the U. United States government. I mean, we right. we do things all the time that are indications of a, of crime happening, and we and they get shut down. We're just going to let this fly? No, no. I'm sorry. And. We aid illegal aliens quite a bit. Remember sure the do. water stations that they set up in the desert so that they, they wouldn't get thirsty as they're cro- breaking into our country? It, water and lemonade stations and stands? Uh, that was a big deal about 10 yes, years ago. Yes, it was. Actually, <laughs> yes, it was. In the middle of, there's, and people were taking pictures of the water stations. Uh-huh. And we were all upset uh-huh. about that. Like, what are we doing? Of course, and, and Why we're, are we're made we to think we're made to think that it's a you know it's a humanitarian effort, right? That's right. Yep. And we and we're just supposed to do it, right? Because we're the United States of America. Exactly. And that's what we do. Yeah. We don't get to have uh, we don't get to have rules and laws and borders or budgets. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Denver, in Texas. You're on the hey, boys. What's up, Pat? Hey, Jeffy. Uh, <laughs> I'd just like to basically just make a comment about the XFL, and I believe that the United States should be running to the XFL and away from the NFL after their right wing politics have been crammed down our throat for I know. too long. Yeah. I think that yeah. the radio hosts have said, no, I'm not going to watch the NFL because of what's going on with the anthem. I think y'all need to get behind this and support this and stand up for something who could take down this monopoly. That's all I'm gonna say about that. All right, appreciate it. Thanks, Denver. Uh, You know, it. Yes, on the surface that sounds good, but you also want good football, right? And I fear the XFL is not going to be great football. But if we were to do, if we were to take a point and and stand on that point as 
Yeah, Denver and we wants. should. He's right. We should. As we should Denver wants, then mm-hmm. hopefully within a couple of years, it would be that, good football. That reverses, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I get. I, yes. It's very. It's frustrating because I I watch very little NFL. Although I I wouldn't say that I'm going to boycott it. I just I just didn't watch them. It was, it was you know I watched the games I want to watch. And I didn't go out of my way. I didn't go out of my way to watch the NFL. Yeah, I didn't either this year. So, I mean, I guess all. that's kind of a half of a boycott because mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't go out of my way to watch the NFL. I'm just more interested in college football anyway. Me too. So, Me too. I, me, I'd much rather watch college football. Dolly in Texas, you're on the blaze. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey, guys. Listen, um, I do a lot of driving for my job. I'm a data collector, and I find it really, really ironic that many of the houses that I come upon uh, where illegal uh, families live have their houses barricaded with walls, stone fences, wrought iron bars on their windows because they don't want anybody breaking in, but yet they don't mind (laughs) illegals coming in from the other country. And by the way, I'm of Mexican descent, so I know know what I'm talking about here, too. Yeah, yeah, I... Uh and you're so you are way more important in this discussion than I am because people just look at me as if you know I'm a white guy who's racist and xenophobic and so mm-hmm. shut up but right. when it comes well, from somebody of hispanic background then it's different you know and it, it shows that it's not just about it's not about a race it is about the rule of law that's what it's about absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah. and i, I Totally believe that. Anyway, thanks, guys. Great Th- show. Thank you. Appreciate it. I mean, I think that's that's a good that's a good uh, way that we should be fighting this and should have been fighting it for a long time. The it's, the it's not race; it's law. Yes. Well, yeah. That's we we we've been going about this the wrong way the whole time. We attacked it from a negative rather than going at it from a positive standpoint. Right. Of let's let's push forward legal immigration. That that should have been the battle cry from the beginning. And, and the focus should have been on the immigrants themselves by saying the reason that they need to learn English is for them, right. not for us. It's not because I'm irritated with, with p- people speaking Spanish at Walmart. It's because that's all the job they're going to be able to have as long as they don't speak English. Let's help them learn English so and they succeed. can succeed in this society. Yes. Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Now back to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, Ryan Lizza from CNN is the first person I know of in this sexual harassment hysteria time period. Uh, first one to be put back into a position he lost over some kind of accusation of sexual harassment. Really? Yeah, uh, wow. he's, re- he's returned to the airwaves at CNN. After the comp- after the company conducted an internal investigation of him being accused of improper sexual conduct, they found zero evidence of it, and they gave him his job back. So that, I think, is encouraging. That is encouraging. 
they actually looked into it. They actually went through due process, found that there was nothing to it, and they put him back on the air. How about that? I mean, that's that's pretty strong. I wonder if Vanity Fair will put James Franco back on the cover of their magazine when, yeah, they, when, when they decide that. So. Oh, well, you know what? It's not as bad as it looks. But I, I don't think so. And unless there's something that I don't know about with James Franco, <laughs> it looks like he's being railroaded, too. It sure does. He's uh, getting lumped into I, the whole pile, man. I don't. I mean, what's happening to him where he's had these relationships with women and they they regret them now, but I'm sorry, it's too late. It was a consensual relationship and you did things in the confines of that relationship. You can't now come and say, well, I, I didn't like it because there was a power dynamic there. Uh, a power dynamic? What? The power dynamic would have ended at no. That's all you have to say. I, I don't care if he was paying you $100 a day to do the class with him. Uh, that is not a person who has all power over you. <laughs> you tell him no. Uh, uh, and that's it. And then you're done. Uh, and if you don't work that day with him, then go find some other job somewhere. It doesn't have to be acting. These women ask, like, like, there's no other job. There's no other thing they could ever do. I had no choice. I just saw that again today on, on one of these descriptions. They had no choice. These women had no choice. What do you mean they had no choice? Of course they have a choice. Right. Unless now, the guy had a gun or a knife to their neck. Well, and yeah, and, I, and I'll give you that sometimes, uh, you know, they, we may actually, there might be actually a place and a time where you felt like you did not have any other choice. And, and I get that. And may, you may even have said no, and you were still, you know, that turned, well, that that's turns a into deal. another crime. If you then, say right? no and they still right. do it, then, then that's rape. Right. Yeah, yeah. But then you've so, been forced. But but to to just feel after the fact. Yeah. And, uh, and months, now you regret if not it. Years after the fact that Sorry. Oh nice wish. I so. wish I wouldn't have done that. Yeah, it's, it's too late. Now it's too late. Right? Yeah. Come on. Well the power what? dynamic was weird there. It was just a... Uh, it's an awkward power dynamic. I couldn't say no. I mean, we've all said yes. I didn't want him to hate me. We've all said yes throughout our lives when we should have said no. Uh, from have time we all? Time, right? We all done right? that? We've all you done know, that. You know, I'm not sure that's exactly true. Every single one, of them, right? We've all said yes to things a... when we probably should have said no to some of them, right? <laughs> uh, you know, it's, right? uh, I mean, not necessarily. Yeah, right. Not necessarily. Sandra in Pennsylvania, <laughs> you're on the blaze. Hi, guys. Hi. How you doing? Good. <laughs> I'm just calling because uh, you were speaking about uh, Spanish and English and learning English and all that. Mm -hmm. But um, my daughter at one time applied for a job at a supermarket, mm -hmm. and she had like 15 years of experience as a cashier. But uh, they wouldn't hire her. I asked her how it went, and they said they wouldn't take her because she didn't speak Spanish. Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there was a lot of Spanish in that neighborhood. I know. <laughs> no, sure. Yeah. And look, yeah. and look, employers are able to say who they want for their for the to fill the jobs, right? To fill the positions. Mm -hmm. Well, that's true. But I just thought it was amazing to it me when amazing. she came out and said they won't give me the job because I can't speak Spanish. Yeah. And I said, in "Where America. are we living?" <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Thanks, Sandra. Uh, and maybe and perhaps that can the, be frustrating. That can be, and perhaps that particular place, uh, if she actually had the uh, history that you said she did. Uh, how about you pay for a little couple of Spanish lessons to get me through? Yeah. Uh, right, how about that? Judy in Texas, you're on the blaze. 
Hey, Pat. Hey. I just wanted to, to uh, educate you a moment on the word that you used earlier, uh, xenophobe. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know if you knew the origin of that word or not, but that word was invented by the Europeans. They brought it over with them when they came over to take over the land from the Native Americans. Mm-hmm. They, they told those Native Americans that they were xenophobes. They told the so Native Americans that they were xenophobes? Yeah, because the Native, okay. well, sure, because the Native Americans did not want to uh, uh, assimilate oh, yeah? to their way of life. Right. You know, they did not want to take on their cultures and, and their way of life. And they said, well, you're just xenophobes. Right. It's uh, it's kind of ironic then the way it's used today, isn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Thanks for the call, uh, Gaia. You're on the blaze. Hi. Hey. Um, I'm I'm calling to say, you know, I lived in Brighton, Colorado for two years, and in that whole time, I pounded the pavement looking for work, and I'm pretty qualified. I have a lot of qualifications. I could not land a job there in any way because I did not speak Spanish. It was. Wow. There was just no way in a year and a half of trying to find work. So then I moved down to Tucson, and I found work down there, which was really unusual because there's a huge population of Hispanics there. Mm-hmm. But I left Tucson I left Tucson after five years because of the crime rate. The Hispanic crime rate was phenomenal. There was at least one or two murders every day. You couldn't go to the mall without being afraid wow. that there was going to be a random stabbing or shooting or you know, something like that. And I had friends that lived down in Aravica, and they had to put bars on their windows and things because the people crossing the border would take up housing in their sheds. Right. Yeah. It's a very, very serious situation uh, in this country with the illegal aliens. And it was the liberals that were going down and leaving drinking fountains and drinking uh, gallons of drinking water for them because they didn't... They didn't want them to get sick and die because they had children with them. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. I know. Uh, appreciate the call, Gaia. We we bend over backwards for uh, illegal immigrants. We bend over backwards. Sorry. We help them get here. Uh, we help them stay here. We encourage more to come. It's so, you know, from that standpoint, some of that is our fault. Because we don't insist that it stop. That's true. I was a little surprised. I wanted to ask Gail. She said she stopped the pavement for a year and a half before she moved. I'm guessing for me, I'm guessing I probably could have made it maybe eight months. I don't know, but why would it? Why did it take her a whole year and a half to realize? You know, I probably not wanted in this neighborhood. I'm leaving. <laughs> I don't know. I, know. I don't know. Uh, Diana in Nevada, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hi, I have a very humane answer for the uh, children and the dreamers. After all, they are the children mostly of Mexico. The Mexican embassy is considered Mexico. They need, the Mexican embassy needs to open its doors and its rooms and let the, the dreamers and all the children come and apply for the proper documentation to come into this country, and they can stay in the Mexican embassy because they all say they can't go back to the motherland. And if they get their papers, they can walk out the door and come into America. And if they don't get the proper papers, the embassy can transport them back to the motherland. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Diana. Okay. She's got to figure Funny. it out. She's got it all figured out. got it all figured out. Yeah. Uh, Barbara in Ohio, you're on the blaze. Hi, Pat. Hi. I just think that if they, we give amnesty to all the illegal immigrants, 
what we should do is give them amnesty, but they have to live in a sanctuary city. And there's about 280 of them from which you can choose. Yeah, there's a lot. So there's yeah. plenty. They can choose any city they there's want, plenty. and they could just be as happy as ducks. They, they can all, the cities can support them, and mm-hmm. that would be great. Yeah. Except for the fact, thanks for the call, Barbara, that's almost every major city in America. Sure is. Including Dallas, including Houston, uh, including San Antonio, in Los Angeles, New York, Chicago, Detroit. They're all sanctuary cities. So, you know, that doesn't confine them to one area, that's for sure. <laughs> it no, it does not. And, and, and by the way, uh, despite the fact that uh, the mayor... Uh, of Dallas, Mayor Rawlings uh, claims that they're not. We are not a sanctuary city here in Dallas, Texas. Oh, we um, most certainly are. Uh, we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, that's what's happening now is he doesn't want to get thrown in jail when Jeff Sessions comes to throw all the sanctuary city mayors in jail and anybody else that's uh, keeping up with uh, breaking federal laws. No, he's going to throw them all in jail. I, I'm, I, I'm, I, I'm not going to be surprised when that happens. Uh, you know, instead of throwing, you know, he's going to be as he's saying that he's for. DACA, President Trump can have uh, Attorney General Sessions coming along and throwing mayors in jail for sanctuary cities. It'd be great. Yes, it would. It'd be great. Yes, it would. They would, they would throw those. It would throw them into a tailspin. I mean, if you've got mayors encouraging breaking of the law, isn't that against the law to, to, be. to break the law and to encourage the breaking of U.S. law? I mean, strong action needs to be taken. I agree. To get a yes. grip on this situation. Lewis in Virginia, you're on the blaze. Hi. Fellas, hey, it's Lewis from God's Country of Woodbridge with most favored caller status. I appreciate that award. But however, I'm calling today about a complaint on your reporting, news reporting. Okay. Did you see where the legislature, the woman in Delaware, has uh, put forth legislation to ban bump stocks? Okay. I did not. And see, so that's going to eliminate all mass casualties from firearms. Oh, of course I mean, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What do you expect? I mean, of course, when you look at her, you think, Damn, she was born stupid. She <laughs> <laughs> didn't even have to work at it. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Yeah. Anyway, I appreciate the job, guys. Doing uh, great. Is it Thank is you. it possible that it's gonna it's going to pass in in Delaware? Oh, probably. Yes. I yeah. mean, that liberal state. I mean, that's a well, who, who's your boy, uh, the v- former vice president. Remember? Just yes. Go out uh, in the backyard yes. and shoot the double barrel. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Lewis. Yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Brad in North Carolina, you're on the blaze. Hey guys, how's everything? Doing good. I wanted to comment on uh, you had mentioned the abortion thing uh, a tad bit earlier, mm-hmm. and just wanted to make a few quick points. I- I'll try and be as uh, concise. Well, as we mentioned possible. the abortion thing because uh, Cecile Richards gave her a going away speech. Uh, Posted online and uh, it talked about the uh, the greatness of Planned Parenthood mm-hmm. and, and how they're what a saving kind and considerate place saving it is. lives is what they're doing and uh, saving and lives. she, lo- and she okay. looks specifically evil, especially Spickable evil uh, on that video. Well, she was telling us that, so that's why we mentioned the abortions, <laughs> right? And and who could who could a, a phenomenal icon? Of, of greatness and just champion of life, right? Yes, uh, yes, right. Yes. But I wanted to discredit this entire idea of women saying, you know, this is my body, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Because every other child has its very own unique individual structural DNA composition, right? Yeah. Science has proven 
that it's biologically impossible for one human being to possess two totally different DNA compositions. Therefore, if there's two different unique DNAs, there must be two separate biological entities present. And because both of them have human DNA, there absolutely must be two separate human beings present. And see, this, it, the thing I try to say is this is not my opinion. I'm not the one making this argument. The scientific community is. Yeah. And pro-abortion advocates even unintentionally will prove this um, and prove that it's not their body because – have you ever heard anyone say that a pregnant woman has 20 fingers or four legs or multiple parts? <laughs> if it really was a part of your body, then we would say that only pregnant women have 20 toes. So there has to be two human beings, and only one of them can belong to the woman. And I like also, that. I, I like was also going to mention um, that Texas medical team uh, that did the uh, prenatal surgery, mm-hmm. uh, that revolutionary surgery on the child inside the womb yes. to mitigate. I think it was spina, spina bifida. I believe it was. Yeah, they went right. They they operated in the womb through that through itself to uh, to the spine. Correct. Yeah. And all indications or everything that I read said that there was no risk whatsoever to the mother's health or the mother's well being. So, if it's not a life, right. why the hell does this surgery even exist? What would be the point yeah. in having a surgery on something that is as, as uh, like a cyst? Why would you allocate all of these resources to that? So either it is a life and it's worth saving and protecting, and these doctors perform the surgery to you know, enhance the quality of the life mm-hmm. for this child, mm-hmm. or this was just a pointless colossal waste of resources by the medical community. Right. It's one or the other. It really cannot true. be both. I have heard uh, pregnant points, women Brad. being called uh, appliances, though. Pregnant women? Yeah. Well, it's in the oven. How long has that thing been baking? So, I mean, they're referred to as appliances. All the time. So, the time. I mean, sometimes yeah. maybe some pregnant women aren't having babies inside them. Those are strong scientific arguments, though. They sure are. And and they're arguments that you can't get the left to even acknowledge. Uh, uh, they can't uh, acknowledge that because it's fact. There was the uh, the reporter that approached uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz about about her, her children. children. Were, yeah. were they human you when three they were children, in the womb? Correct? I do. What are their ages? I have twin 16-year-olds and a 12-year-old. And in your opinion, were they human beings before they were born? This is great. You know, I believe that every woman has the right to make their own reproductive uh, choices. You do, you what did it? you believe about your children, though? Mm-hmm. That I had the right to make my own reproductive choices, oh which gosh. I was glad, a right which I was proud to have. So were they human beings, or yes, just yes or no? They're human beings today, and I'm glad that I had an opportunity to make my own reproductive choices as ed- I, a right that every woman has just, and should maintain. She's great. <laughs> People are despicable. What I love about it is despicable. that she knows that it's coming. Uh-huh. So that when she, when she asks the ages, she's like, I have 16-year boys and a 12-year-old, and she just knows it's coming. <laughs> And she's ready to play. And they're human beings now. Yeah, they weren't then? What, was that like a leaf of broccoli uh, back then? When they were inside your womb, they were... No, that's just when I I had the right to decide. It was a gerbil then, maybe? It was plant life? What, What was it then? Well, it is now. They're they're human now. They're human now. It's pretty bad. When you can't even say your own children were human when they were in your womb. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. 
Follow Pat on Twitter at Pat Unleashed and send him your thoughts using the hashtag TellPat. The Blaze Radio Network. The gymnastics that is being done now by hardcore Trump supporters trying to make it okay. <laughs> Somehow they got to make it okay. They'll try. I don't know if they're going to make it through the weekend, but good luck. I, I've never seen anything like the last good three luck. years. I don't understand. I mean, we all have politicians we support. I, I, I supported Ted Cruz. We called him out when... He did things we didn't like, and he did a few times. Yeah. And he got pissed, actually. Yes, he did. He got pissed. Uh, but we're not going to pretend like we liked what you did when we don't like it. I, I don't even understand why people can't say when Donald Trump makes a mistake. Because he, he's certainly human. Well, I mean, when you say mistake, you mean his negotiating skills where he's wheeling and dealing, right? And, yeah, right. That's and what I'm changing, sliding. Yeah. The sliding wheel. Uh, yeah, the sliding wheel. <laughs> yeah, the ever-changing policy. Yes. Um, I, I don't understand why you can't just say, okay, look, he's not right on this. Can't you just do that? Does everything he says and does have to be perfect? Uh, the exact right thing? It's uh, if you uh, if you uh, uh, if it's something that he possibly could have done wrong or you said mm-hmm. something that he did something it's fake news unless he's actually admitted it already it's fake news yeah, it's, pre- it's pretty amazing it's it's pretty uh, amazing. amazing is I, I very strange to watch for the last as you know you said the last three years for the last three years we have used unbelievable and amazing so many times yeah it's uh, I don't know yeah. that there's I don't know that there's a, a count on it. But it just seems like at least three or four times a day, you hear or read something and you go, that's unbelievable. <laughs> yes. Yes. Or you look at something, and you go, that's amazing. I can't, it's just, it's, it's mind boggling. And there's no mind boggling. It's the last three years have been, have been mind boggling. I never would have believed it five years ago. Let's say five years ago that uh, Republicans, the conservatives, would, would conduct themselves this way, that they would bend over this far backwards to try to make policies that you can't believe in uh, believable. Yeah. Why? Why are we, do- why are we doing it? And why you, and is you, it happening? And you say five years ago. I mean, you think about uh, the bits and the jokes that we used to do and come up with for radio just to laugh and have fun and, and be so absurd. Like, remember the joke that we came up with? that <laughs> Man, if you were a waitress and you asked somebody if they wanted a plastic straw and they didn't ask for it and then you had to go to jail, wouldn't that be funny? Because that couldn't that happen in real life. Yeah. You know, yeah. If, if, if you're a waiter or a waitress and you put a straw on the table, of course you're not going to go to jail because somebody didn't ask for the straw. And yet... In California, that's happening. That's what they're trying to do. Subject to jail time and a $1,000 fine if you put a plastic straw on the table. That they don't ask for. That they don't ask for. I mean, again. That's because, obviously, uh, plastic straws are killing the planet. And they are. 
than they are. I didn't re- killing the planet. <laughs> I didn't realize we so go through I, half a billion a day. About, is that I'm what th- it is? Yeah, I'm thinking about investing. That's almost better than Bitcoin. Yeah, five hundred, <laughs> half a billion straws a day. And look at the difference. They have different sizes, different colors. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. I'm turning into a big fan of straws. <laughs> 888-900-3393, also at Pat Unleashed, uh, this from Digital One. Why are these people called dreamers? Is it because they're stealing the American dream? <laughs> There's a long line to get into this country. They need to They need to make that line. When you start your life breaking the law, you tend to continue that pattern. Thank you. I mean, that's, yes. that, that's common sense. And so is uh, Mercenary <laughs> Grip. That Planned Parenthood woman is evil incarnate. She Don't sure forget is. her wonderful life-saving organizations, humanitarian exploits, tearing off and selling pieces of babies. If that isn't something to be proud of, well. Yeah, we didn't even get into that no, portion of Planned Parenthood, where they have been selling baby parts we should have from these this. abortions. We can't, we can't forget about that. Which we is can't. illegal, by the way, and it's been proven, and they never paid a price for that. Never paid a price for it. Uh, she... I mean, evil incarnate is a is a good description. Yes, it most definitely is. It's she. She. I watched. You remember watching, especially the her last final statement there. She's, you know, she looks good. She's all made up, and it's just evil. You know, she's uh, Governor Ann Richards' daughter, right? Oh, right. From yeah. here in Texas, that's right. Yeah. Former governor of Texas, Ann Richards, back when Texas still elected I'm Democrats. Surprised. I'm surprised uh, she's given it up, though. I mean, that's a good gig for her, especially as, as evil as she is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's run. She's made that uh, world class. Yep. So she might be concerned that it's starting to tumble a little. Well, she's, I mean, she's carrying out the vision of Margaret Sanger, whose vision uh, was to eliminate black people. She's yes, done she a is. great job. But, but she's really know, the, trying. The pressure's on. The pressure's on it now, is. right? The pre- yeah. I mean, really, it is. Yeah. The pressure's on. And so if it falls, she can say, you know, hey, I did everything I could. (laughs) All right. Have a great weekend. We will uh, talk to you again Monday here on Pat Gray Unleashed. Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.